This episode is brought to you by Action Tracks, our go-to vehicle self-recovery tool when you've lost traction in the sand, snow, mud, or loose rock. I've seen these boards in action, folks, and they are tough. Not only are they going to look good while riding on the side of your forerunner to your local cars and coffee, they'll also hold up for multiple trips. If they don't, well, Action Track advertises a lifetime warranty on their website with 24 hours, seven day a week, 365 day customer service. If you're interested in picking up a set, reach out to one of our regulars, Sir William Goes, to get your favorite color. Welcome back to Bankrupt Overland. You got me and your boy Steve here tonight. What's up, Steve? What's up, everyone? How you doing, man? Man, I'm good. I'm good. good. Hanging out. It's it's midweek. Yep. It's uh it's it's December. It's it doesn't rainy. feel like December. It's ugh, muggy. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Here here in Tennessee, we got we, we we had a really it went from like spur like well it went from summer to like three mm-hmm. weeks of fall weather to winter. Yep. Yes. It got to like 40 degrees was the high for like two weeks there in November. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought we were yep. settling in. I was like, that's it. I thought so too. Yep. That's it. We're done. It's winter. <laughs> yep. We're just gonna pack it in, bring your jackets out. Let's go. Yep. Um, yep. And then and said, nah, you know, wait. <laughs> 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 it's a whole up. <laughs> oh, uh, God, now we got 70 degrees. It's been raining for three days straight. We got another probably five or six days of rain ahead of us in the same mm-hmm. weather. Um, y'all know we get more rain in this general area of eastern Tennessee than they do in like Seattle. Like, I heard I that. Knoxville gets more rain than yeah. Seattle. Yeah. That's wild. Well, so my brother used to live near uh, Seattle up there in Oregon, and he says it, it it rains more in Seattle, um, or I guess technically Oregon, the Pacific Northwest. It rains yeah. more days of the year, but we get more volume of rain, which I was that like, makes sense. That, that's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, it makes sense because like like today at my my all my weather apps were like flash flood, flash flood. And it was like pouring. It was dumping rain for mm-hmm. a solid, a couple hours at least. But their sort of rain is just like a drizzle trickle, maybe a light shower every now and like then. A, like just a, it's a moist air. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. It's like a, a drizzly fog that just kind of settles over there in the Pacific Northwest. So fair enough. Um, fair enough. Yeah. That makes but sense. It's, it is kind of wild though. Yeah. <laughs> It is kind of wild. I mean, we are technically a, a rainforest, right? Like um, subtropical area. So doesn't, hey, it doesn't always feel the, like that. But when you get out in the mountains, you know it too. You see the broadleaf. Yeah. You, you really mm-hmm. uh, you get a little bit of elevation. You really start to go. Well, you know this this could be a rainforest. This there's, looks like a, a yeah. lot. A lot of similarities here to the jungle oh, book yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of wild because when, when when we did our uh, um, bankrupt boondoggle. And we did that walk around the, that lake. You could really yeah. see the vegetation. Like when you're at the campsite, you you see kind of the normal, like um, the oaks and the and the, the different ivies and stuff. But yeah, pines. But then once you start getting into the actual wooded area where it's not cleared and not maintained, you see those broad leaves, and you're like, "Oh, this is a rainforest." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was just really cool to have that stark contrast. Yeah, I love the South. Yeah. I love the South. We didn't get on here yep. to talk the weather, even though no. it's a really southern thing to start a it conversation is. by talking about <laughs> it really the weather. Is. It really is. How's your mama? How's the weather? 
<laughs> yep, yep. So, well, it's it's raining here in Nashville. Yes. It's very wet. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a nice little sauna in my garage right now. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, we got on here tonight to talk about the Grand Canyon. You have uh, some cool stuff that I haven't even heard of. So this will be yeah. all of our first times hearing this awesome story. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to talk about it. It was a a grand adventure. Um oh, and man. it uh it is it's it's a trip that I'll never forget. There's key moments mm-hmm. that we'll go into that are are some of the best of my life. Um mm-hmm. it was also the hardest thing I've ever done in my life as well. Yeah. Um wow. and and so at the same time it's also the most rewarding thing I may have done. Sure. Uh, so it's sure. you know how those things can trash, but oh, yeah. To kind of cut to the chase um about uh, the early October, um, I had, I, well, actually let's just start. Yeah. So early, early, early October, I flew out and I joined up with a group called run to revive. And mm-hmm. I ran across the grand Canyon from the South rim to the North rim, yep. spent the night and then ran from the North rim to the South rim the next day, totaling about wow. 54 miles, uh, wow. logged and running. Probably I ran about 30 to 40% of that. Um, the rest of it had to be hiked because, you know, it's yeah. the Grand Canyon. Just, um, sure. Yeah. You don't want to blaze right by it. <laughs> it's not your, not that, not, not a cruise around Central Park. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah. So took on this, this crazy challenge. Right. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. you can't just, and, and we'll kind of, we can dig back into a little bit of the history of it now, but you, you can't, you can't just go and do that. Like sure. you're talking. 27 miles across well mm-hmm. 22 miles across one way 24 miles across if you go directly yeah um you, you can't just go do that you know getting off the couch and going so no it's not a couch to 5k sort of thing it's not <laughs> no yeah. no and uh, i had talked to i think i I'd mentioned it multiple times throughout the podcast that i was doing it mm-hmm. and, and hadn't decided if i was going to go yeah. just one way or, or go both. And, and so, mm-hmm. um, total, you know, game time decision and, and ended up doing both. Wow. Okay. Uh, trained for both sort of, but yeah. Um, okay. but, uh, but yeah, so the grand can't like what, why do, why does somebody do that? Right. Um, and- before you get into that, <laughs> I, since we're a huge in, in like, uh, outreach and, in and doing good to the community here at bankrupt, what oh, yeah. was like what is run to revive give me the backstory of them and like what their mission and goal is yeah great start uh so run to revive is a nonprofit organization that was founded mm-hmm. to raise money uh to help find a cure for alzheimer's and als mm. yeah and so there was a big component of this event that was fundraising uh mm-hmm. and and me and the gentleman that i had so slightly conned into doing this with me, <laughs> former Ironman triathlete, um, uh, joined up and and you know worked and partnered with this organization to yeah. really fundraise for for most of this year um, mm-hmm. to help help find a cure for these terrible diseases. Right? Sure. Um, yep. It's it's you know and, and their motto is um, you know we we run we push our bodies and our minds for those who can't anymore. Mm. Uh, and when you think wow. about that 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 mantra that um that call uh it really yeah. sets in uh, and there were many times many many times during my training where it gets hard i mean you got yeah, four sure. hour five hour runs on your schedule in the middle of summer in tennessee yeah. i mean you're talking i'm getting out to go run at 6 a.m 5 30 mm-hmm. 6 a.m and 
I'm getting done at 10 a.m. and I'm literally all of my clothes are soaked, like yeah. soaked, completely drenched. Yeah, yeah. Shoes, mm-hmm. socks, everything, just soaking wet. Like I'm like I'm yeah. taking a bag with a towel, change of clothes, <laughs> change of shoes. Yeah. Like I'm like doing a full wardrobe change in the parking lot because I'm just I'm yeah. a mess. Um, but you get to those and, and it's it's hard. Um, and every time mm-hmm. it got hard. I just I kind of put myself in that in those shoes and remembered why I was doing it and going, hey, yeah, you're lucky to be able to do this. And that's such a mm-hmm. that can be such an overused and easily used statement, sure. right? Oh, you're lucky. Yeah. You're just changing your words. But like there's really something about that. Uh, yeah. I, I learned through this trip that mm-hmm. what you say is who you are and yeah. what you believe can get you a little bit further down the road than you maybe think you can do oh, just because you, you think you can. Um, yeah. and so that was kind of the first thing I learned through this evolution mm-hmm. was if you're doing it for a reason bigger than yourself, maybe it's a little bit easier. And and when yeah. you put it in perspective of like, man, there's, there's maybe a time in my life where I'm going to want to do this and I'm not going to yeah. be able to do it. Yeah. So I need to, I need to revel in this moment and Definitely. take this pain as a, as a gift mm-hmm. and, uh, and keep putting one foot in front of the other. Uh, which was yeah. a good mantra because as I get into the Grand Canyon, I hear myself saying that for hours on end as I'm hiking out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's their motto. Uh, cool. That's their okay. mantra. Uh, it was uh, organized. Um, there are two gentlemen uh, mm-hmm. that that are the founders of the organization. Um, both have have lost a very close loved one to one of yeah. those diseases. Um, and mm-hmm. so one of the gentlemen, Tom, I actually, uh, trained with probably six years ago. We, uh, we trained at the same <laughs> gym together, um, and became acquaintances. Uh, and I had seen yeah. that he had started this event. Um, yeah. and so has kind of seen it for the last few years. Um, him going out, mm-hmm. leading groups across the Grand Canyon, being like, man, that's crazy. That looks like a wild <laughs> thing to do. Like, you know, I'm yeah. kind of, I'm kind of attracted to this. Like, I, I'm kind mm-hmm. of being drawn toward it, but I'm not. I'm like, man, yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's a big. I knew it was a big commitment. I knew that if I was going to sure. run the Grand Canyon, it was, it was going to be something I would have to be really ready to do. Um, yep. And so for a few years, I saw, I was like, yeah, that'd be a cool thing. Maybe it's on the list. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they started, like I said, about three years ago and they actually went and just went across the Grand Canyon. Like they didn't really train. They're wow. just like, Hey, I want to yeah. go do this. And <laughs> from how they explained it to me, uh, they failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what rose out of that failure was this event, right? This is like, yeah, they yeah, were like, yeah. Hey, we can, we can help people do this, right? We can mm-hmm. create an event. We can raise awareness and we can help people get through this challenge that, that, that we've sure. somehow got through or, you know, and, and, and stumbled through and, and they say, set it up really well. So mm-hmm. they, they set the event up in, in kind of a, uh, five, four to five day full event that is, that is kind okay. of catered to the athlete, no, not kind of, it yeah. is catered to the athlete. Yeah. So you fly into Vegas on a Friday, uh, the, okay. you gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta meet at a whole foods at 10 AM classy establishment for a <laughs> of bunch course. of athletes yeah, yeah uh and so you know naturally you know we we fly in um we got a we got a flight a little southwest flight mm-hmm. into vegas early in the morning called an uber over hanging out they had shuttles ready and so then from there we kind of got grub got some last minute snacks 
things sure. like that. And they shuttled us down to the Grand Canyon, which is like a full three, three hour, four hour drive from Vegas. So it's yeah, not I was going to say it's you're, yeah. you're not talking like rolling down to Franklin from from being no. a right. It's a <laughs> it's a haul. You know, you it's get to know trick, each other. Yeah on the yeah. <laughs> on the ride um and so uh so you know they, they shelter you down they, they got you mm-hmm. set up with hotels each night and meals as well okay. so yeah. show up do kind of like a debrief of the event yep. um kind of what to expect um and then we got a dinner that night they send you to your mm-hmm. bed and the next morning 6 a.m you're you're in the shuttle again heading down to the grand canyon wow um and and while they're doing all this too like they're um they've got your bags your overnight bags right they've kind of organized that piece of it for you too like telling you okay. what to pack and how to pack because when you go across mm-hmm. the grand canyon that's a five hour drive around yeah it's only be, like because you can't go like through the grand canyon just, you have to drive yeah. around the grand canyon so <laughs> yeah. from the south rim to the north rim is 24 miles across or 22 miles across mm-hmm. but it's a four and a half hour drive to get over yeah. there so they had to shuttle all these clothes for you and so they do all that like they've got volunteers yeah. and and people that you know maybe maybe one year i'll go back and and, and be a volunteer and help out and do that stuff to just kind of get back yeah. as well but um folks that take care of that for you so they drive that stuff over their side and mm-hmm. and you kind of just start going and um wow. you, you go across there's there's some cool stops along the way uh you yeah. get to hang out at and and you get to the top and the run to revive crew is there waiting to ring the bells to, to bring you in, cheer you yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, oh, we all go grab dinner um, yeah. and, uh, and go do it the next day. And, you know, you got the, the, the organizers have people that run in the middle of the group and then mm-hmm. always someone in the back too. So no one's ever like left right behind, yeah. right? Like there, there's right. never, the back is always one of the, the organizers with you. And mm-hmm. so you always kind of have like a safety net through it too. They, they sure. organize that. Yeah. They've got radio communications with the up top. So they've really kind of figured out too, like something yeah. bad happens, you know that you're also with the with the group that knows what they're doing. So if you're trying if you're thinking Definitely. of doing something like this, you're you're not just out there alone. You got mm-hmm. you got kind of a crew around you, a support crew if something does go yeah. bad, which you know yeah. made made my wife more comfortable. Yeah. And that's pretty common for um, that yeah, that's pretty common for uh, a lot of longer races is to have people that pace. Right. Like there's, there's, um, now this is a little bit more extreme than, than your normal, you know, <laughs> 5k sort of thing. Right. So like, it makes sense that they would have someone bringing up the rear just to make sure that, you know, Hey, the person last doesn't trip and fall, or if do- someone does trip and fall, there's someone to kind of help you. And, and, um, because they, they want to see everybody cross that finish line. Like they don't Always. do these things. Yeah, they they don't they don't create these events to uh, have people not finish right. So like their their goal, other than obviously the humanitarian aspect of it is, um, or the charity aspect of it is, we want to see these people push themselves, but we don't want them to feel like they failed, right? And so like you're always going to have that crew, and I think from what you're describing, they they've really set it up really well to where they're you're always going to have a team of people that will make sure that, you know, your, your uh, hydration levels are good. Your sodium levels are good. Cause yeah. like it's a, it's a, it's a grueling race. And so you ran from the bottom of grand Canyon up to the top. Is well, that how, So have you been to the grand Canyon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, like, yeah, it's just like a big hole in the ground. So we ran sure. yep. from the top of one side down to the bottom and then out mm-hmm. and up the other side. 
And that was in one day. That was one day. And then okay, we ran so the other that, way back. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that's uh because if you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, it's not a small hill. Like it, <laughs> no, it's no. it's uh, it's it, Colorado carved out of <laughs> yeah, yeah out of the earth crust. So um, yeah, you're at some elevation. Um, yeah, but yeah. So just to kind of close in on the Run to Revive story and mm-hmm. and and kind of what they do, and so they're they're supporting you the whole way. Um, yeah. And you were talking about like not getting out. So the weekend before, there were two weekends that they do this. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh they had someone who hurt their leg in the grand canyon um mm. and they were in there for 28 hours wow trying to get very, it out very huh? very long time yeah they wow. slept in the grand canyon that night um mm. and so uh and and from from what we learned you know you know and and when we were talking about this my buddy mm-hmm. was asking me he's a my buddy that josh he's the he's a, done a full iron man so he knows like nutrition in these long races, yeah. right? And we're probably four months out and I've been yeah. running good. I feel I'm getting more fit. I'm not there yet. I know I still have the, the meat of my training to go, but I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. on track. I'm doing good. And he was like, Hey, uh, so what's your nutrition sure. plan for the day of and the rate in the run? And I was like, I don't know, just <laughs> take yeah. some stuff and drink yeah. some water and just <laughs> do it. Yeah. <laughs> classic, classic me. I don't know. Just figure sure. it out. I was like, oh, oh, I I'll guess. Figure it out. Yeah. I got beer at the bottom. <laughs> I don't know. Figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and he was like, Hey, you realize like if you, you know, if you don't, if you sprain your ankle, like the only way out of there is by a helicopter. Mm-hmm. There's not like a gator that's going to pull over and like yeah. <laughs> throw you on the back and drive you out. Yeah. Like there's drive, no yep. roads in or out of the Grand Canyon. The only way in yeah. or out is, is are these trails that we're running uh and hiking on um yeah and so that kind of sobered me up a little bit like, it was like oh, oh. <laughs> kind of humbled um, you a bit like mm, i yeah. should really think about this <laughs> and, and so another thing i learned too that like if you're if your leg's not broken um mm-hmm. or you're not like in some cardiac arrest or like something seriously is going on that you're in a life-threatening situation like they're yeah. not going to helicopter you out right because it's expensive right like it's expensive and dangerous that's to, not a rescue to do that. Yeah. No, no. That's, I rolled uh, my ankle and yeah. and I'm I'm having to walk slow. Like, nope. Yeah. yeah you got to just walk slow out. Yeah. Yeah. Take wow. your time. It's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's that's kind of the, that's kind of the thing. Like they, and they wow. were a little surprised. Like they, they, yeah. you know, cause when, when this, this individual, you know, hurt their knee, they were mm-hmm. trying to like, Hey, call it the park service. They park service came over. It's like, yeah, well, Looks like anything's torn, nothing's broken. Mm-hmm. I think you just need to take it slow, drink some water, and, yeah. and just kind of work your way out. And they're like, "Wow, what?" Whoa. Like they thought, like <laughs> they thought that the park service would would you know. And this is sure. kind of they're they're learning. They're going through this, learning this, this yeah. process as well. They've never had yeah. somebody that had had gotten injured like that. They had plans yeah. in place, but these plans in place were to get with these people and figure it out. Right. And so then yeah. they tried to like get the mules because there's mules that go up. And yeah, because you can ride donkeys down into the canyon. Yep. Well, they were all full and sold up and didn't have any room to to take yeah. anybody out. And so basically they were just told to like, you got to just go slow. And so they yeah. went and they, there's like these little hideaway spots where they have like tents and stuff. And wow. so basically like they told where those were, found yeah. it, set up a little tent, slept for, mm-hmm. you know, three, four hours. And then as soon as the Kept sun up. came up, got going again. Yeah. Cause headlamps wow. were dying, you know, you can only sure. go so long, right? Sure, and yeah. so, yeah, I had to do that. And then they got out the next day. Uh, mm. But like, that's a real scenario that, yeah, 
that that can happen. And that happened. Right. And and those mm-hmm. are things, you know, I could have easily rolled my ankle and it'd have been like, well, crap, this is going to be, this is going to exit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, but that, that goes, that, that, what that story I just, I just goes to is like who those people are that, that run the yeah. organization. Right. So, um, they're, they're going to be with you. And, and to your yeah. point, you're not going to get left behind. Um, you're going to make sure that you got a crew looking out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course at the end, you know, you've got, so they've got shirts that you're getting to run in as well. So that way we all have the same shirt. So that way, yeah. you know, it's kind of like the kindergartners, yeah. <laughs> like, Hey, you're yeah. on a field trip, put them on the same shirt, bright colors. <laughs> Let's make yeah. sure we keep an eye on them. Um, yep. And so in the Grand Canyon, it's nice because <laughs> mm-hmm. a bright orange shirt sticks out when you're crisscrossing sure. these these canyons. Um, yeah. And so uh, you got that. Um, and they have, like I said, the dinners. Everything's kind of mm-hmm. hotels. You just got to show up. You just got to show wow. up. Wow. Bring yeah. your stuff. Um, they do have uh, the fundraising aspect of it, too, is, is really good. So throughout the mm-hmm. year, you're fundraising with everybody and raising yeah. money. I think this year we raised over $100,000 between about 45 of us. Uh, That's for, incredible. For research. Um, and they're going to beat it mm-hmm. next year because these guys have yeah. beat it every single year. Wow. That's um, amazing. And and are just doing some great things. I mean, you can imagine like four years into this and, and that's what yeah. they're pulling in with this event. That's this amazing. is like one of their events now. Um, yeah. so really proud of those guys, really great mm-hmm. event, like a really mm-hmm. great event, um, that I, I thought was ran as best it could be in situations mm-hmm. like that. You're still in a national park, so you're not, you're not going to sure. get like the, you're not going to get a lot of service. Like it's a yeah. national park. Like it's not a, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and some people, you know, you could tell that we're at the hotels. We're like expecting like a little bit different level of service. And then you got to remember sure. like, yeah. this is the park service here. This, like, is, this, isn't, this, is, <laughs> this isn't the Hilton. This, is not, this isn't a Marriott. Yeah. <laughs> There's not going to yeah. be a warm chocolate chip cookie waiting on you. Uh, yeah. They're nice people, but it's, sure. it's, it's a, it's a park. It's what you expect. It's like you sure. go to camp at a, at a, you get the same, same type of greeting. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a little bit like, Hey, you got to, you're on your own a little bit too. Yeah. They're not going to have people just hand and wait, waiting hand and foot on you. Yeah. Um. At, 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 a, at a national park resort, uh, but they, they, they did the best they could, and it was sure. I, I was just a, a great job by them. Great organization, um, and mm-hmm. it, it 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 gave me the opportunity to really one you know come out of a pretty bad funk I was in right before mm-hmm. training for it. Yeah. Um. And and two give me a mission and and a focus yeah. and and a passion for this last year that I'm learning as I get older that I need. Uh, yeah. in my life, uh, <laughs> uh un- it, it, fortunately and unfortunately, I guess it's, yeah. it's a good, um, there's a lot of good side effects of needing sure. that type of, of, um, chase in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time it can get unhealthy, uh, yeah. easily, very easily, um, mm-hmm. very, very easily can get unhealthy. And so, um, coming into this, you know, event was, I think it was, we were coming out of last year, um, and, you know, we're really coming out of the pandemic there. And I actually mm-hmm. got COVID over, over like right around Christmas, New Year's. And it, it yeah. took me out. Yeah. Like a week I was down. And then like the next two weeks, I was just fucking lousy and miserable. Yeah. And just blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah. And, and I don't know, there's just, and I just couldn't really get out of it. Um, yeah. And, and it was you know, there's, there's been times in my past where I've, I've been depressed and, um, mm-hmm. I've been able to recognize when those times are, uh, and, you know, learn, um, good habits that can help me pull mm-hmm. out of it or manage it while I'm in it until I can kind of figure yeah. out what the, 
where I need to go to, to kind of find mm-hmm. my peace again, whatever that may be. Um, but you know, I was, I was really grinding into an area where I was like, Hey, if you're not careful, LJ, it's going to get a little bit harder to dig out of this if you don't act yeah. now and, yeah. and figure out like something to kind of get you moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always kind of leaned into fitness whenever sure. those times come because yeah. it's, it's very clear and direct that when you exercise mm-hmm. and, and, and are moving, you are releasing hormones in your body that yeah. improve your mood and help balance you out chemically (laughs) and all these things. And and this is, these are facts. And so I Mm -hmm. kind of find myself in those moments going, okay, maybe let's go run and see maybe what happens or let's go work out and see if you feel a little better, right? See if that kind of helps you clear the head or or move around. Um, And so I've always known that's the way to go. And, uh, and, but this, there's just something, you know, it was just, there was a night, it was kind of just really crappy. And Mm -hmm. it just like, it came in my head. It was like, you need to do something big, man. You need to do something that's that's scary that just like that, that's going to have to change your mindset. Like no more pity parties, no more. I had COVID. I'm sad. I can't figure it out. Like just get it Mm -hmm. out of your head. Stop. Like Mm -hmm. go do something, go, go take action. Right. Um, one of my, my good friends shared a quote with me, you know, action is the antidote to anxiety. Hmm. Wow. You know, yeah. <laughs> you think I about it like that. people have anxiety because of things they think they need to do. Mm-hmm. Action literally is the antidote to that. You have to start doing something in order to get those things done, right? So yeah. if you start moving, then your anxiety is going to naturally go down. But but it's just, you know, I don't know what it was, but this this event, it it just it just came and mm-hmm. it presented itself and it was there and it was just like this is this is what I need to do this year. Wow. And that's I just amazing. fucking signed up for it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's so true because it, there's you know there's also an adjective that goes along with with anxiety is the word crippling, right? People always say I have crippling anxiety. Well, that word, the the etymology of that word is is rooted in um, obviously a negative. What was the word you just edo- etymology? Etymology. Yeah, it's is it's, it with a D like or a the, T? This, T, e- T okay. et- etymology. Yeah. Okay. It's like the, the, I the study. I've like, uh, never heard it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's like the study of words and their, their root meanings. Right. So whenever someone says this is a root, like the Latin root of something, that's where, that's something. where that, that study comes oh. from. Yeah. The word crippling though, it is, you know, it, it infers a, a me, a, a sense of like, you can't go out and do anything. And so mm. by you saying, you forced yourself to go out and do something, even if it was scary. And for our listeners, this probably isn't going to be the normal tone because like LJ, you know, LJ and I have talked extensively, like it, it with the, these sort of like deeper discussions and deeper thoughts. And I think it's okay to be vulnerable, especially as men. I think it's, it's fair and probably necessary now to be vulnerable in these sort of instances, because if you're not vulnerable, then the people that don't have people as close, like we have, you know, friends as close as, as we are, um, that they're not able to see that men can be vulnerable in these instances. So this is going to be, this podcast is going to be a little bit more vulnerable, a little bit more deeper discussions. Um, but I think by you recognizing that I don't want to say spiraling because that's not the right word, but, but drifting down towards 
and you recognizing that and, and wanting to make a change in that by, in, by signing up for this uh, run to revive um, kind of pulled you out of that because you took action. Right. And, and I'm, I'm circling this all back around to what you said is you took that action. You took what, what you felt and recognized as, as a necessary um, steps towards pulling yourself out of that. So I want to commend you on, on not just letting that consume you and then change you as a person, right? Like that should be recognized and celebrated in, in the sense of, you know, you, you, you did something that you know that you knew you needed to do um, to get yourself back to your normal wavelengths. If that makes any sense. It makes complete so sense. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, it's not, I didn't just know that I was taught that. Right. Yeah. There's been um, a lot of counseling in my life just through various mm-hmm. means. Um, I was prescribed to ADHD medication as a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and at that time they wanted, I think the insurance we had required me to do some counseling during that. So at a really young age, like I was exposed yeah. to counseling just in a, not in a, not because there was something bad going on, just because I was forced to be exposed to counseling. If sure. That makes sense. Now yeah. I had all kinds of shit going on. Don't get me wrong. Dad disappeared <laughs> when I was two moms, yeah. latchkey mom in the military. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, there's some fucking crazy shit going on in LJ's yeah. life at this time too. So don't, don't get me wrong mm-hmm. there. Um, but I was exposed to counseling at a young age. Um, and, and I've really used counseling, um, as, um, as a tool to help me figure mm-hmm. things out when, um, I can't figure it out. Like when I can't just kind of go, yeah. when I can't do it on my own, right? Like the, a good yeah. counselor, in my opinion, helps you figure out, help you figure out what you need to figure out on your own. They're just there to kind of yeah. help. So what about that? And what about yeah. this? And you mm-hmm. know, the more comfortable you get, the more you're like, and then one day you're like, well, fuck, I get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 So had a lot of those moments in counseling. Uh, but yeah. those counselors are great people who have taught me really good skills Definitely. Um, on how to recognize when when I'm in certain mindsets and, sure. and then what actions that would benefit me uh, to, you know, kind of get me back to a space where I'm, you know, naturally joyful. Right. And that's what I guess yeah. that's a good word too. like. People, people say they want to be happy. And, and when you ask them what that is, we sometimes have a hard time saying what happy yeah. is, or we start naming things or stuff. We things, want to do. materialistic things. Yeah. Right. Or, or man, if we did this, I'd be happy. And it's like, you know, I come back to this. Like, I just want to like wake up naturally joyful, like just wake right. up. And the first thing it, that you're moving <laughs> is, is, is joy and, and yeah. good and, um, mm-hmm. And it's you can't do that every day. It's hard in this world, right? No. You got to get up and you, you got to hustle. You got to you got to mm-hmm. you know get a little bit of that like grind moment. And and you you know clearly we're on a podcast about running the Grand Canyon, so work <laughs> is is something that that I sure. yearn for, right? Um, yeah. But but still, you can wake up and do all that stuff joyful. Mm-hmm. And and I think how you take care of yourself and preserve your mental and physical health leads mm-hmm. to waking up and having more mornings where you're joyful, I guess. Definitely. Uh, and and that's kind of what I always try to work for. So I, I try to recognize that too and know when I'm not mm-hmm. and figure out what do you need? Do you need rest? Do you need, yeah. do you need to go find a challenge? Do you need to go move today? Maybe you didn't. Yeah. You haven't moved a lot in the last, excuse me, in the last two or three days. Right. And right. you need to get out and do something. But, but to the mm-hmm. point that you're talking about, like that's, those are all lessons that were taught to me. Um, yeah. I didn't 
And I think I want to just go cue into that too with, with this, because if we're going this conversation, like that's a very important piece to know that this isn't something that I just like naturally had. Uh, yeah. And, you know, if, if there is something going on and, and you, you are trying to figure it out and you can't go find a counselor to talk to or, yeah. or uh, go find a counselor. Don't, or, don't or. So, like mm-hmm. they'll teach you good habits just, yeah. and help you understand what you need as a human being, not what everyone else around you may need, because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who you're talking to. There's always some sort of, there's a relationship there that'll dictate yeah. and, and skew what you say or how you say it. And a counselor is an yeah. independent person, unbiased, doesn't know yeah. you outside of this session. And you mm-hmm. can really just unload who you truly are in a safe moment and be vulnerable. Um, and, yeah. and that helps you find what your center is. Right. So don't be afraid I think, of uh, to, to, oh, yeah, I think to, to, yeah, I think to elaborate on that, I think, uh, a good counselor um, is someone that will a give you that space to be vulnerable and be yourself and be mm-hmm. uh, you know talk about whatever, but also equip you with the tools to figure out things. And I'm and I'm not saying to leap you know kick you off the curb. I'm saying to to give you the tools. Kind of what you're saying is if, of recognizing. Okay, I'm in a funk. I have these tools that these 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 counselors have have given me in the past. I can utilize these to make myself uh, feel better or, or get myself out of these funks. And so um, I think that is such a key component to, to uh, um, talking to, to a psychologist or a counselor or, or, you know, maybe, you know, just someone in that professional space that um, can help you put those tools in your tool belt. Yeah. And it's tools. I mean, it's the same kind of tools you put mm-hmm. into your Land Cruiser when you take out on a trip. Yeah. I mean, they're, I mean, and, and I'm not saying that as a joke, like that's, they really are. I mean, it's, it legitimately um, is. Yeah. It, it It's, it's going to help you get through your day and there's going to be a lot more times you need to use those tools in your, in your head mm-hmm. than the tools in your Land Cruiser because Land Cruisers don't break oh, unless 100%. I own one. And then it breaks all the time. <laughs> unless if a <laughs> Nissan driver is driving it. <laughs> 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 shout out to uh, nick <laughs> is he considered uh, a land cruiser guy now that they got the 570 he, he does own a land cruiser so he's kind he of a land cruiser guy even though his nissan did tow my jeep <laughs> in which i followed in my land cruiser and yep. broke both in the same weekend hey. um yeah no big deal uh, but yeah um so tools were were taught to me don't mm-hmm. be afraid to go learn tools uh, yep. they're they're really good so that tool nope. that i was taught at a young age thankfully i don't know who the counselor was but shout out to counselors uh for helping me mm-hmm. figure that out um taught me that and so at that moment i was like hey i'm gonna do the grand canyon so let's talk a little bit about um the, the actual running right the the training yes. and then and then maybe yep. we'll we'll dig into a little bit well not a little bit but like what the actual trek across the grand canyon is and what it feels yeah. like and what it looks like and um yeah what it is so i want to say something could... real quick because like yeah. it, even though we are like a we're called bankrupt overland i think the overall uh I, idea of us is that we're adventurers at heart that adventure isn't defined by the vehicle or the the right. mode of transportation it's it's and, and it's it's even more important because I know what's coming up 
in, in your in your very close future. I'm not going to spoil it, but that mode of transportation doesn't define adventure. Adventure is what you define as adventure. And so that's this, right. in my opinion, was an adventure to you. And so that's why I'm so excited to dive deeper into your, the training and then also the, the, the daily battles and, and hills you had to climb and everything that happened. Like the, the, the sense of adventure is, is going to be so exciting to hear. Yeah. And, and I'll say the, the entire training and actual run was an entire adventure itself, right? The, the adventure yeah. wasn't okay. just the Grand Canyon. The, the adventure began, sure. you know, when I, when I started to, to figure out how to do this, because number one, yeah. when you train for something like this, I've ran some half marathons. I've done some, um, you know, 30 mile plus races. Uh, mm-hmm. I've done, you know, an organized marathon, which I'll probably never do again, but I've done one. <laughs> I've done one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, Running has always been a part of my life. I was a competitive cross-country runner in high school, competed cool. at the okay. state level. Um, and so mm-hmm. it's always been just a, a passion of mine. And I described it to somebody sure. the other day. Um, I was actually at a, at, at a business function and and they were like, <laughs> why do you run so much? And I was like, man, I was like, that's like, that's like how I get away. Like when I need to like yeah. figure something out, like I go run. Um, that's my yep. that's my way of of clearing my mm-hmm. head and, and kind of centering in on what I need to figure out. And I've always been yeah. that way. It's always been my my way of um just kind of processing some things. Sure. And so um it was it was natural, you know, when when this came up and and I've like I said, I've done these before. So my my first question I'm I'm asking myself when I look at training is like, how am I training? What's my mm-hmm. methodology in training? What is my goal? And and what mm-hmm. am I trying to do? And so when I was figuring that stuff out, um, it, it became, you know, training became a lot more fun, I think, in this <laughs> than I've had before because oh, cool, okay. This is a this was more of a challenge to complete mm-hmm. than it was a race. So it wasn't a race at all. Sure, there was really like yeah. no, there was no timers. There was nothing there. It was not a race. No one was racing across mm-hmm. the Grand Canyon. If you run a race across the Grand Canyon, I will shake your hand because that is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but um, here we're there. Uh, you know, it wasn't a race, so I never yeah. like had like a a time in my head, um, sure. which I've had before. Like, yeah, you know, when we were doing those Ragnar races, it was like, hey, I want to run a certain pace per minute mm-hmm. so I can help my team try to win, right? And so, like, sure. there's there's a push there to like push as hard as my body can possibly push in that amount of time mm-hmm. to do the best I can for these people I'm competing with. Um, mm-hmm. And so, or it's do the best I can because I'm competing against myself, right. Uh, to have my yeah. best time at some race or sure. something. Right. Um, but this is the first time where, and you know, me as a competitive person, yeah. there wasn't, there wasn't a competition for me. It was just to finish was the competition. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I started my training, I, I kind of looked at it as I actually started my training as like training for a marathon. I was like, hey, if I can run okay. a marathon by the time I get there, I can get across and I should be able to muscle across back the next day. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and so then I was like, well, wait a minute. Let's look at what we're actually doing right in that mm-hmm. time. So um, when, I, when you look at that, you're going, okay, so basically you're doing back-to-back days. Like that's yep. what you're training for. You're training for your body to be able to adapt to doing mm-hmm. something hard one day and then waking up the next day and doing something hard again. But I don't mm-hmm. need to do that for five days in a row. I actually mm-hmm. do that for two days. Yeah. I need my body to redirect that. And so I kind of started training like that where I would do like, I would stack days and then I'd okay. take maybe two days off. And then I stack sense. days 
and then I take sure. a couple of days off. So I I I kind of do these these back to back days to wear my body down, to get my body used to feeling tired mm-hmm. and working also while tired. Right, that second day you're tired, but you're like, hey, you got to work. Sure. So you learn how mm-hmm. to work through that tiredness Push and, and that, find yeah. out where your body is and what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where my methodology originated. I knew I had to have one long run a week. Um, I knew I okay. had to have, uh, in the early stages, I knew I had to have strength training engaged at least once a week to make sure I prevented okay. injury as I was ramping sure. my mileage up. That's huge. Um, and I knew I wanted to have like one day that was fun and I like to sprint. So I knew there was one day yeah. I wanted to sprint because I'm just <laughs> okay. I'm, running fast is a whole lot of fun. Uh, yeah. and so <laughs> uh, it's like the closest thing I can get to feel like a kid again, you know, just going yeah. out and sprinting oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I never sprint in like a track. I always go to like random trails and I'll find a stretch and I'll sprint on it. So like I'm sprint running, it, like yeah. through the, I'm that weird guy, like at the park running like full speed. <laughs> in this random spot. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and so I kind of set my week up with four yeah. days that I would be training mm-hmm. and, and I would try to stack those in two day increments to keep sure. my body used to that. Um, mm-hmm. and so I kind of rotated that out and, I'd say about a few months into that, um, I realized that, it, you know, it was just getting hard. Um, it was coming in the okay. summer here in Tennessee, yep. and it gets really hot and really humid in the summer. And yeah. so I mentioned like earlier on the podcast. Like hot and humid. Like heat stroke is, yeah. a, is a real thing here in the Southeast. There was like three weeks where it got above 100 degrees every day, and it was like 60 mm-hmm. 70% humidity. Like, like yeah. that's that's hot. I mean, that's yeah. like, you're like, you walk out of your house and you're digging through the humidity in the air to kind of get through. <laughs> really? Like, oh, let me swim yep. through the air real quick. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it was getting hot and, and I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? And I had like, I was wearing watches, just kind of keeping up with my, mm-hmm. my pacing. And, and really I was also had a whoop yep. where I was keeping up with like my body. My body was recovering to try to make sure that I was allowing good recovery. I was getting good sleep. I was eating the right foods Um, because when you're when you're building mileage from I was running maybe three to four miles at a time Mm -hmm. when I started training to you need to be able to go, you know, 50 miles over a weekend. um, There's Mm -hmm. a lot of gap you got to make up. And when you build that. Sure over time you, you have a risk for injury if you don't do it right and things like mm-hmm. that and the worst thing you can do is train for five months and then get injured and you can't do what you want yep. to do and you've been training for five months oh yeah <laughs> you're like well damn talk about this crushing. Sucks. yeah yeah um so uh so you know i got to that point and and that's when it mm-hmm. really hit me when i was talking about like you know, the, the losing the comp, the competitive side of it for me. Um, and I just yeah. like, I took off all the watches. I took off all the technology mm-hmm. and I just like, I started just like running and that yeah. was it. It was like, I need to run for a certain amount of time. And that's all yeah. I worried about was like, you need to run for three hours. Who cares how mm-hmm. fast you go? Who cares? Well, just, just do it for yeah. three hours. You don't care and about do your it splits for- or anything like that. Yeah. No, no. And I, I mean, I held that methodology and mindset, the rest of training and, and really through the Grand yeah. Canyon, it was, wow. it was freeing. Um, it was the first yeah. time that I've trained for something to where it wasn't like, there wasn't some competitive drive or desire to go do something. It was just enjoying mm-hmm. being fit. And it kind of goes back to their yeah. methodology of, of what this event is. And, and that, I think that's when I really connected with mm. the event if that makes like mm-hmm. that's when it, it really clicked oh, for, for me sure. like it makes sense. Yeah. this is 
this isn't about any of that. This is just mm-hmm. being thankful that you can do these things and you can experience yeah. this and that your body is capable of doing this and see the beauty in that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's when training became really, really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we had to really you had to like unlearn all of these mechanics of the competition side of things. Right. So mm-hmm. you had to get, that was probably the first hurdle that you had to, to get over before, you know, the, I say your actual training, that's not what I mean, but like you, you understanding what the, the core concept of this, this, uh, I say a race, but you know, this run is, was, was, mm-hmm. this is to enjoy the time in, in nature and be thankful for your abilities to be able to do this. And so that, that's really cool. Once that you kind of broke free, like, uh, I guess the picture I'm trying to describe is you busting through that, that piece of glass or you breaking through something and seeing this is what it's really about. So that's really, really cool. You know, I bet if I had a watch on still, I might, all my times would have improved because I was just having fun, you know, I bet. <laughs> like yeah. it was just, it yeah. was enjoying it. And <laughs> Um, I, I think I had ran into Tom, who was one of the organizers and my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it was that, so Josh, uh, the guy that, that I, I did it with. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I haven't told that story a little bit. So, um, Josh, a uh, great friend of mine, we've been friends for 15 years. You, you've seen mm-hmm. him well out camping with me. He drives the white scout. Oh um, yeah. 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 Okay. And so, yep. uh, Ironman triathlete, the guy, the guy gets shit done. Like he, yeah. he knows how to move. Uh, yes. and so, um, he recently lost his father-in-law to Alzheimer's mm. and, mm-hmm. um, his wife, he's been supportive of his wife who started a foundation, um, mm-hmm. in his name that, that raises money for uh, oh, research cool. of Alzheimer's as well. They have a big event called Ben's barbecue in Nolensville, Tennessee oh, wow. in the summer. It's a big scout show and barbecue yeah. music, all that good stuff. Um, and so naturally, I saw this and I knew he's a little crazy like I am. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, Hey, you've been looking for something crazy to do. Haven't seen any races, you know, coming yeah. up lately and, you know, kind of work this in. And he, he yeah. called me like immediately after I, I texted him and he said, man, you're not going to believe this. That was getting my haircut this morning. And yeah. we were talking and she asked me if I'd been doing anything lately. I said, you know what? It's about time that something crazy comes and slaps <laughs> me in the face. And I go decide to do it. There he is. <laughs> This LJ just whack. Hey, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and so he didn't he didn't commit then, but I yeah. I knew I had him then. Oh, um, and so you know after weeks of of communication and and kind of working mm-hmm. it out with his wife and and kind of figuring out logistics of it if he could do it and all that, um, yeah. he committed and and you know we we were going to do it together and so yeah. we trained a lot together um, obviously mm-hmm. uh, and um, but yeah so I, like I, to kind of tie that in it was around that time too when him and I started training together more like we said sure. we kind of said when we get to mile nine or ten or two hours of kind of running, mm-hmm. maybe hour and a half, two hours of running. Let's start doing it together for our long yeah. runs. Cause mm-hmm. that gets hard. And so yeah. um, it was about that time too, that we started running together. Um, mm-hmm. I started running with Tom Moore and we kind of got this group in Nashville that was doing this event out running mm-hmm. the, the trail. So we ran a lot of Percy Warner. It's um, Percy yeah. Warner and the grand Canyon are actually very, very similar 
uh, landscapes underfoot. Whoa, that's Very crazy. Similar. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. You know, because Percy Warner is kind of technical. You got real rudy, mm-hmm. rocky. And of course, the Grand Canyon yep. is more rocky, but it's like that kind sure. of rocky, just uneasy, unbalanced, yeah, slippery mm-hmm. if you're going downhill and you're on some loose mm-hmm. dirt. Like that just kind of, you got to be careful, right? It's not, yeah. not everything is, is sure footed under you. And so yeah. we started training out there. I mean, I was out there every weekend. He started joining me. The group was going out there. And so we were running person yeah. Warner like twice a week as a group. Wow. Um, and that's when it just became fun because then you're just sure. out hanging out with your friends. You're hearing their stories. Yeah. You're learning what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And we were meeting people in the process. It was all new people. And we all sure. had a shared goal. And so it was mm-hmm. a community, right? We talk about yeah. community a lot. Yeah. We built a community. Yep. And um, when you look at, you know, when you look at a lot of the the ways that, um, you know, you can naturally um, kind of keep good serotonin levels and and, and mm-hmm. chemical balances, you know, community is, is a lot of times in the center of that, right? Yep. You look at your, your blue zones. Those are big community zones, yep. right? People are a part yep. of the community. Um, and so I think those always bring a little bit of joy, feeling connected humans. We're, we're pack animals, yep. right? Like it's, these are, these are evolutionary things that we can't hide from yep. genetic things we can't hide from. And so having that also was a really big balancer and in, in keeping the, the drive forward to, to re- really mentally where we need to be. So um, I want to pause right here real quick, because you mentioned blue zones and people that don't may not know what a blue zone is. You may point. think we're saying something political. It's not, it's a, it's an area of the world where these people live in tight knit communities that live unbelievably clean lives everyone takes care of each other than everybody they live else longer yeah i didn't know what blue not zones just a were. little bit longer but like, like longer significantly like and they don't 15 yeah. years yeah they don't have nearly the ailments that we have it, it's it's this it's kind of like a, a phenomenon that that it's gotten this name of blue zones and i don't i didn't know what blue zones were and until i got an email from my my uh work that said hey read up about blue zones i was like this is some cool stuff but it's like a legitimate thing yeah it was like like places in like greenland and new zealand and like very small island communities where like you said you you have this close-knit uh uh community that, that everybody takes care of each other everybody grows very clean foods everyone eats very clean and like the the cancer rates are like unbelievably lower than normal populations any any sort of ailment, it basically, I wouldn't say doesn't exist, but the 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 density of those ailments in those blue zones are are so low, and that goes back to what you're saying is that you build this community, it releases those 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 chemicals, those hormones that I think our bodies thrive on. We need them. Yeah, we need them. Hundred percent. They, they give us life, right? Mm-hmm. So kind of wrap all that in, right? The, the, the meat of the, of the training for that event, in my opinion, if, if you're listening to this to kind of see if it's something you want to do really comes down to the long days, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to have one to two days a week where you're just, it's a long day. Your five, yeah. five hours is your, is your, your, your day, maybe more. Mm-hmm. And so I would go to Percy Warner and you know, the steps that Percy Warner, yeah. there's like what, 170 oh, yeah. of them or something like yeah. that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's too many to count. I never, I never <laughs> could count. I never could keep count. I was too tired. Yeah. Um, yeah. but <laughs> spoiler alert, the steps. So I would run yeah. out there and they have a, they have a red trail, a white trail and a blue trail. Mm-hmm. I call it the patriotic, the patriotic trio. 
um, for obvious <laughs> reasons. And yeah. So you start at the steps, which is in yep. you know Stinky Bell Mead. Um, mm-hmm. If you know Stinky <laughs> Bell Mead, you know that's a that's an inside joke because <laughs> that money's stinky over there. So yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, you start there by the steps, yeah, and you and you go and you run for about. 14 miles in Percy Warner. Okay. Yep. And then you come out and then basically I would go up and down the steps for the rest of the time that I needed Whoa. to to do that day. Um, mm-hmm. and it was about 15 minutes extra every week is what I would yeah. add. And that okay. would be my time that I would work. And mm-hmm. yeah, I would just do that. And then I'd do the steps and, you know, for what was, you know, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. Sure longer because Oof. as we get to the grand canyon part of it like you're literally hiking out of the bottom of the grand canyon mm-hmm. and that's six thousand foot of elevation gain over yeah. seven to eight miles that's, that's wild. straight up straight yeah. up and so you know that was my attempt mm-hmm. <laughs> attempt <laughs> feeble yeah i might add oh uh-oh <laughs> feeble i might add attempt at, mm-hmm. at preparing my body and my legs for what I was about to endure, yeah, um, going across the Grand Canyon twice. Uh, okay, and so I think my longest day was about six six and a half <clears throat> hours, maybe, of training. Okay, um, yeah, it was in like it was pretty hot that day. It's probably like eighty five degrees, and so you really want to mm-hmm. train for heat too, because the Grand Canyon you'll start in the Grand Canyon and it's going to be forties, fifties. Yep at the top early in the morning. And by the time you get to the bottom, you're in the nineties and yeah. you're fully exposed. There's no yep. shade. The sun's bearing down on you and mm-hmm. it's a desert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's what yeah. you're in. And so, um, we did the best we could to train in the heat. You know, I would actually, I would target hot, like my short runs in the weekdays, I would run in the middle mm-hmm. of the day on the blacktop just uh, to like okay. get my body. Just condition your to, body. Sure. Feeling hot, right? I wouldn't be out there long enough to truly do damage, try, yeah. not like out there, like trying to drag. But I was like, hey, let's go out for a 30 minute run. Let's make sure mm-hmm. we're really hydrated before, right? Yeah. And let's make sure we've got our electrolytes right. And let's make sure that mm-hmm. we're going to be okay. But let's go out and make our body feel what 100 degrees feels like for 30 minutes yeah. Yeah. moving. And, yep. and then do a little bit longer, maybe. And you kind of learn what your body can handle. But sure. I was definitely doing some of that, too, through training of, of making sure I was feeling the heat. And, mm-hmm. and you can't hide on the long runs. When you're doing a four-hour run, you can't get up early enough to hide from the heat in no. the summer here. I mean, you <laughs> no. can walk outside at 4 a.m. and it's going to make you sweat. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah, so that was kind of the – that was a, a really kind of rambled view of my training. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, four days a week hit your long runs uh, and try to focus on time Mm -hmm. more than distance because time on feet is going to be the most important factor in your actual moving across. Um, Because I think I had 17 hours on my feet of like timed uh, Mm -hmm. for, for being on both days. Um, So that's a long time on your feet, no matter what you're doing over a 48 hour period. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so the Grand Canyon, let's move into that. Yep. Unless you have any other questions around training. I think you described your training really well in the sense of like, you can't just, oh, I've ran a marathon. I can run this, right? Like it, it's completely different. You you talked about, there's actually a place I was thinking of when you're talking about Percy Warner. Um, there's a place called Hidden Lake that might be really mm. good for your training. If you, if you were to do the scan or if anybody that's yeah. listening, it's a, it's a, have you ever been there? 
I'm not. No, I'm, you've piqued my uh, interest, uh, sir. Yeah, it's so. Uh, I don't know how long it's more of a hiking trail, but it gives you, it's, it's not paved. You're, you're t- doing a little bit of elevation up on kind of loose, gravelly, rooty. Um, and yeah. it's just around literally a lake that's hidden. That's, that's why it's called hidden lake. Um, pretty cool history there. But um, if someone's interested, hidden lake uh, might be a really good place. If you can't get to Percy Warner um, and do the steps, but you, you, you can't go wrong with either one of them. They're both gorgeous places. So <laughs> at least here, Didn't in you go out to Percy Warner recently. I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my wife and my daughter, we hiked Percy Warner. Uh, I wasn't running up and down the steps like LJ, but, uh, I definitely had a 25 pound baby on my back and <laughs> I, well, it was, it was tough <laughs> doing anything out there is, I mean, that's the thing. Percy Warner is up and down. Yeah. Which is which is why it was such a great place to train. Um, but it's mm-hmm. also just a, it's it's so beautiful too if you just want to really go out for is. a walk and and enjoy mm-hmm. your morning. I mean, you're going to get some good exercise, not strenuous because you're just walking, but it's it's mm-hmm. not just a, a walk around downtown that's flat. You're going right. to have to have to go uphill, down a hill. You'll get your yeah, you'll get yeah. your heart rate up a little <laughs> bit. It's it's and it was but, gorgeous, man. Like we hit it when it was uh, the leaves were just turning. So everything ah, was golden and, and orange. Oh, it was a nice cool breeze day. Yeah. We saw some deer actually always just grazing right there. along the, the trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was awesome. So yeah. Um, yeah, if if you're in the Nashville, middle Tennessee area, it's, it's worth a visit for sure. So yeah, there's, I'll tell you one more story about training because it's okay. really funny. Um, <laughs> so towards the, towards, I guess when, when school started in the fall, Training yep. became really tough for me because I was trying to find a, a five-hour block in a week that yep. we don't have a five-hour block open. You know, we've got yep. full days of work. We've got kids mm-hmm. in sports now, multiple days a week at night. And then also on Saturdays, there's multiple places to be and Sundays mm-hmm. as well. And so I'm like, yep. where do I do these runs? And so one day, uh, the only time, only one week, the only time I had to run was at night. Like Erica yep. was out of town. And my mom came over after work and watched the kids. And I, yeah. I got out there to run at like 7.30 on a Friday <laughs> okay. after work was when I was going to run. And yeah. I had to run four hours that day. And so I take wow. off 7.30, mm-hmm. sun setting. You know, it was a pretty Whoa. good start to the run. I was feeling it. Sure. Um, yeah. Hit out. And then, you know, about halfway through the run, you get to the blue trail. The blue trail is a little mm-hmm. more. It doesn't get traveled as much. Let's just say that as the okay. red and white trail. <laughs> <laughs> the white trails yeah. by the steps everybody's always hiking yep. that it's a two mile trail the red yeah. trail is a four and a half mile trail so it gets mm-hmm. traffic but normally traffic from people who are out there for a purpose right and then the blue right. trail is kind of out in the corner like you got to go mm-hmm. you got to really want to get to the blue trail <laughs> to go there to, yeah like, yeah yeah it's not just like really mm-hmm. convenient or really cool um yeah. and so i'm running and one thing i didn't consider when i left in the middle of summer in tennessee at night is that as soon as it gets dark spiders start building their webs to get yeah. their dinner. Oh, no yeah <laughs> and yep. lj starts running <laughs> at 7 30 at night through the fucking woods <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my so i started God. running the first hour yep. i'm just digging it the sun's setting yep. i mean this is oh for it's, sure it's, Picturesque. it's not like hot right it's cooling down yeah. for the day yep. like, yeah i mean you can just see it first and you know i'm in mm-hmm. good shape now too if i'm doing a four-hour run like i'm in pretty good shape but the first hour of yep. those runs feel really good like you're gonna feel sure. fine you're not gonna feel tired at mm-hmm. all and so i'm feeling it and you know about an hour 20 hits i got my headlamp on you know got yeah. my jams going <laughs> Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, like, shit, 
spider web. It's like, ooh, 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 ooh. I'm doing the I'm doing the spider web dance in the middle of the trail, yeah, yeah. doing circles. I was like, oh man. All right, you gotta look out, LJ. Keep your eye out. Yeah. Like, cool, we're good. We're good. I get going again. Go about 10 minutes. Smack in the face of the spider web. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So like at this point, like I'm like halfway. Yeah. So so there's no like, like there's no point of turning this. around or yeah <laughs> yeah there's like there's no way out of this, this point. Yeah, like you're yeah. going either through spider webs one way or the other yeah and so i figure out i'm like all right what do i do here so i sit down yeah. i just take a second i'm like all right let's just figure this out <laughs> or you just need a minute to just you haven't seen yeah. anybody in an hour you're in the middle yeah. of the woods alone just, you just got attacked by yeah. a spider web <laughs> <laughs> calm it down just calm yeah. it down for a second and yeah. so i said hey i'm gonna get a stick yeah and i'm gonna put this stick in front of my face yeah. so it catches the spider webs <laughs> as i'm running because sure. i'm still committed to running like a fucking yeah. idiot i'm like i'm still gonna run <laughs> i'm not refusing i'm not backing down on my plan to yeah. run for four hours still sure um yeah. which is idiotic I, i'm looking back i'm like you're such an idiot just walk yeah. out and just like come back the <laughs> next day like, LJ. Yeah. <laughs> but there was no like that never once crossed my yeah. mind like yeah it never appeared in my head at all and yeah. uh and so so I, I start running with this stick and by golly <laughs> it worked <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I had it out there. It was a long stick too. It was and it had yeah, yeah. See, I picked a good one. I picked I I okay. scoped this okay. stick so out tips. now. I didn't just Here pick up didn't just pick up any old twig now. Dinky little twig. <laughs> no, you gotta be ready for this. You gotta be ready for those because you also gotta make sure it's higher than your head. Because you don't want yep. your head to be the higher than that, because then you no. get them right in your face. And, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I had a good stick. It had a good. It had yeah. a good bow on it. Out. Nice. It had some okay. limbs that caught it wide too, so it would catch. Oh yeah. And kind of grab it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm running. I'm like, all right, they aren't getting me. I kind of. I got my headlamp on it. And I see it, and I'm like, oh, yeah. it's catching. The, it's catching them. Yeah. So I'm good for like a good half hour, man. I'm cruising. Wow. I'm good again. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I'm moving. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden, I like I'm seeing this big web bend. And as soon as I'm seeing this big web bend, it snaps. And the web was so big, so big <laughs> that it wrapped oh, no. around the entire stick and came over my face, dude. And I lost my shit, bro. I absolutely oh, lost it. I did not know if I was going to live through that moment. <laughs> I did not know, oh, Steve. I, I thought I was a goner. <laughs> I didn't know spiders could make webs that big. And how did he make that it. web so, so fast? Whack. How did he make it so fast, Steve? That's like a, that's like a three-story mansion made in three hours. Oh my god. Oh, dude, my heart rate is up just thinking about it. It was a scary moment of my life. Um and yeah, so oh my god, that kind of slowed me down. Crying right now. That slowed me down a little bit. Um, <laughs> I I was a little more cautious with my moves. Yeah. Um, as I got out of the blue trail, there was another yeah. really big spider web that I thankfully caught. Like I was paying well attention at this point that I caught beforehand and was able to get around. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then I got back on the red okay. trail. The red trail was nice. It's it's a little more groomed. 
And so it, I didn't have that 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 problem anymore. Yeah. But man, Steve, that was I had to tell that story because that's just a st- story you got to tell. When you talk about next time you run training. on the blue trail, you're gonna have like a vest with, with two well, sticks you what, sticking out of it. I'll tell you what I didn't do anymore. I didn't run on the blue what? trail after dark anymore. After that, that night, I said, that's if, probably smart. There were a couple nights. There were a couple times where I had to go run, yeah. um, and and. I never had to go out that late again, but there were times where I was ending yeah. my run and it was dark for like the last hour or so. Yeah. But I just made sure that I was mm-hmm. on the red trail or the white trail <laughs> when it got dark. <laughs> Not the blue trail. Because I don't want nothing of Spider-Man's <laughs> fucking cousins on the blue trail. All right. <laughs> I'm done with them. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Dude, that that was that was some shit, bro. That was some shit. Um and I got some crazier shit, shit that happened when we were on the Grand Canyon. So let's get to that. Let's, let's, let's jump into that then. Yeah. So um, yeah, let me calm down a second. Man, sorry. That was <laughs> my heart rate is still up, Steve. That yeah. was scary. Wow. Are you irrational? You like, you're going to. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't, they don't really. I don't, I'm not like going out and trying to play with spiders. Like, I'm, sure, not, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm not like into them, but I'm not yeah. like, oh my God. I can't do this. Yeah, so I'll just go yeah. kill it and fuck clean it up. Yeah. Take care of it, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What about you? Do you are you like you you like? Ah, no, cool does, they them? don't bother me none. Yeah, they don't shit? bother. Yeah. I, so like funny story from my childhood. We had a uh, one of those dog. Um, as you're as you're settling down, we had one of those dog loos. Uh, this was in Texas. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't bring <laughs> um, you here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, we had one of those dog igloo things uh, in in Texas, and um, yeah, one day my talking about yeah the gray ones. One day my brother, with the little yeah, yep, with yeah. the little vent on the top, you would throw a cedar in there. Yeah. Uh, so we had a couple of those because we had some some dogs, obviously, and um, uh, my brother and I for whatever reason we decided to um flip them upside down uh, dogs weren't in there we we're just being curious kids and we flipped them and we found like eight or nine black widows and, and, and these are the extra large ones and so we ended up catching all of them so like <laughs> in like a mason jar and so like yeah they don't so really naturally i caught them <laughs> yeah this is uh, of course we would catch one of the the, the most deadly spiders here in yes. the, the, the south <laughs> so um yeah i mean uh, my mom wasn't too happy when we brought the jar of black widows into the house. She had a very visceral reaction. And so, but for me, all, I was like, oh, this is awesome. All yeah. of the women in my life would have a very, very adverse reaction. To yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I know like uh, spiders don't bug me, but I will agree getting smacked in the face with a spider web sucks it's it's a terrible feeling because now you get like itchy and you're just like oh it's on me yeah you just don't know where the spider is like yeah that's what it is if it's just a spider web like and that's the thing like mountain biking too like if you go earlier in the day mountain biking Mm -hmm. you might catch a spider web like so i'm not yeah it's not unusual to do it and it's not the first time it's happened but that was the worst time that's yeah. happened. Definitely the worst. I imagine. I mean, I bet like uh, I bet it wouldn't bother you as much if like you're running through hit got hit in the spider with the spider web, and then the spider is still on the tree. Said, "Hey, bro, what the fuck?" Like, and then you heard him like as you're running by. Like, ah, you'd be like, bad. "Ah, sorry, bro. Yeah, my bad. We're good." <laughs> but like, you don't know where the spider's at, you know? <laughs> so it could be. And then now you think it's all over you. So you're just yeah, doing and then a little weird like, dance. It's in my shirt. I'm doing. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
man. So, um, so moving through the Grand Canyon. So yes, training's over. Um, mm-hmm. I, um, I believe I'm good. You know, I'm, 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 okay. I'm leading into this. You feel event. confident. I feel mm-hmm. good. I feel like, and, and by the end of it, my goal really became, um, you want to be in, you want this to feel good. So train. Yeah. So this feels good going across. So it doesn't feel like a chore. Mm-hmm. Right. And yep. so, um, so it didn't, you know, I got there, I had, I had a good taper the last few weeks really good. came down. Mm-hmm. My runs were feeling good. I didn't have any pains. I was there were no injuries nice. and I had some injuries nice. through training. Like I had some things that happened sure. and you know, we had to, I took a little time off. I think I took, there was one where I had to, I quit. I didn't run for six days because I had mm. like a, a little pool, um, between my yeah. Achilles and my calf. And it was one of those that was like, those it just hurt. wouldn't heal. And yeah. so it was mm-hmm. like, I had to stop. I just like, I was, you got to stop running. And so I had like some work stuff mm-hmm. lined up and I was like, okay, I'm just going to a couple days before, a couple days after, and it'll just be like a little over a week. And that healed that yeah. up, but went into it. Nice. No injuries, feeling good. Lungs were good. good. Just mm-hmm. was ready to, ready to go do it. Sure. Um, yeah. Still a little scared. Didn't know what to of expect, course. but I was like, mm-hmm. I got, I got good energy. We'll be all right. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> You know, we start um, on Saturday morning, and it is mm-hmm. about six a.m. And so I had a ten-hour travel day before that. So I wake Whoa. up, and my whoop—if you're a whoop guy—my whoop reading was actually like fifty percent out of a hundred, um, as far as like where I was. And and of course, mm-hmm. some of that I, I attribute also some of that to elevation. So I went okay. from you know, 500 foot of elevation here in Nashville to mm-hmm. 6,200 foot of elevation in the Grand Canyon. Yep. And one day flew there. Yeah. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. No acclimation. Mm-hmm. You know, my body's acclimating <laughs> no, at that point. Right. Sure. Uh, yep. So heart rates elevated, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, we start the Grand Canyon and you, we started on um, the South Kaibab Trail, which is a little bit away from the South Rim kind of lodge area. Mm-hmm. You got to take a little shuttle. About a 20 minute drive over to it. Isn't there the a trail, national forest that's named that right there? Yeah. It's the I think that's like okay. the that's the name yep. of the of that of that forest. Um and yep. so uh we went down the South Kaibab Trail. It's about nine miles down to the Colorado River. Mm-hmm. Uh and it is a pretty mm-hmm. gnarly nine miles down. Um the rock is yeah. it's very rocky, uh, and the rock mm-hmm. has like very fine sand on top of it oh, so it's also very yeah. slick so if you mm-hmm. like if you kind of go through and push it'll like you'll just slide out from under it's like almost like having a wet rock mm-hmm. it was the wildest mm-hmm. thing in the world i yeah. saw some people yeah eat it like eat it there was there was one chick that like went down yeah. tailbone head like we all Oof. stopped like and she yeah. wasn't with our group but we were all like yo you one second you need to yeah just, just take a breath just settle let's settle sit down. her down yeah sit her in yeah <laughs> that was bad all right that, yeah i get it that was bad that was bad mm-hmm. so you just need to take a mm-hmm. second make yep. sure everything's good um yeah. and so you see a couple of those and you're like all right i got Ooh. this is the first two or three miles of of 50 plus i need to, <laughs> yeah. I need to remember that this is a a, a very long and yeah. grueling process not not fast <laughs> Um, yep. but naturally I didn't and I just ran down. Um, <laughs> of course that doesn't surprise <laughs> me one bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, uh, got to the bottom and there was this really cool. So 
when you when you get down, that's a really cool area. There's that. I don't know if you saw, if you saw that picture where it's like you're on that ridge and you see the steps coming down mm-hmm. and the sun's yep, coming yep. up over there. That was on that South Kaibab Trail, oh, and it's a cool. lot of that, like just ridges with steps, and you're kind of just carving down, literally carving yeah. straight down the canyon. Um, it's mm-hmm. the shortest way up and down on the trail, yep. so you know it's the most okay. steep Ste- it's trail the that they yeah. have. Mm-hmm. yeah um yep. uh the mules don't go on that trail i don't i don't think we saw yeah. the mules on that trail uh and so it goes down and it gets all the way to the bottom and then there's just like super cool tunnel into a really long bridge over the colorado river cool. that's obviously just a pedestrian yep. bridge so it's like wooden bottom um amazing mm-hmm. views amazing scene and then the bottom of that there's mm. what was originally a, a puebloan village carved out yeah. in the ground down there um yep. and so that was really cool to check out i stopped there had a snack um i carried like three thousand calories of food on me by the way i didn't mention that like wow carried a yeah. lot of food um and a you lot of water it. like I had, you're gonna burn through yeah almost two liters of water when i was fully packed mm-hmm. on my body as well wow. i had a full camelback and i had a vest that had two bottles mm-hmm. um and then i had mm-hmm. a lot of hydration and then i also had salt mm-hmm. yep. um and i had scratch gummies which is like a electrolyte kind of carbohydrate okay. quick acting carbohydrate tool um mm-hmm. and i also use tailwind uh which is another kind of thing that you put in the water and it gives you those same things as well very salty uh, as well i see okay uh, a lot of electrolytes in that um mm-hmm. and uh and so those were so i carried a lot of i was i was eating a lot you know when you're yeah. you know we're planning for eight to ten hour days you got to know you yeah gotta, you got to grub out especially mm-hmm. when you're running it Yep. And so, but I'm only like six miles in right now. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're just getting, I mean, I haven't yeah, even, it's just be- it hadn't even, hadn't even started. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was just a warm up. It was just downhill yeah. for six miles. That was, it was a cakewalk. Um, yeah. And so we cruise down. I think it was like kind of go through the flats for like another three miles and we land in mm-hmm. Phantom Ranch. <laughs> okay. Excuse me. Which if you um, know the Grand Canyon, you know about Phantom Ranch. It's a, there's a little ranch, um, little outpost <coughs> building. Uh, the mm-hmm. mules go down and deliver mail to and from. So you, yep. know, you go down there. Um, they sell beer. So naturally, I got a beer and uh, sat down. Yeah. Enjoyed an IPA. Got some. Uh, <laughs> got, yeah, it is carbs at this point. Um, I yes. got some uh, postcards. And I got, I tried to get your address. I literally thought about that as I was going into the Grand Canyon. <laughs> and I, yeah. And so what happened with GroupMe was I got your messages as I was going in, but since I didn't yeah. open the app, it didn't load in the actual oh, message. Oh, yeah. And so I remember seeing oh, it come through. And yeah. then I never, because when I got down there, I was going to send you guys a postcard because the postcards that you send from Phantom oh, Ranch to the bottom of the Grand Canyon are carried out by Mule because there's no cars yeah. to get in and out of there. And so it has it on it. It says like posted, like delivered by mule from the bottom of the Grand Canyon is on it from the USPS. (laughs) Oh, cool. So it's a really cool artifact to hold on to. So I sent a couple of the kids. They were you know stoked to see him when I got back home. But um, that's kind of the tradition. Once you get down there, you get some postcards, drop them in. Mm -hmm. They walk them up with the mules, have a beer, hang out. Um, They sell snacks and stuff too like that. That's Um, cool. But yeah, I had, had a little bite to eat. And then, and then, like honestly, it's it kind of starts to suck after that. You just kind of go uphill, yeah, <laughs> the rest of the way. So um, you're nine? Are you about nine ish miles in? Yeah, yeah, I'll say about nine miles in. Okay. I got about fourteen miles to go. Yeah, wow, uh, to get okay. out that day. Um, Jeez, and so we start going. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and like at this point, um, I'm feeling the heat a little bit. Maybe I shouldn't have yeah. had that beer. I don't know. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still back and forth in my head. Maybe you should have gone with a, a light lager or something. Some, there was some definitely, there's definitely an hour and a half that I just didn't feel great, yeah. and I can't yeah. really pinpoint why. <laughs> Yeah, it was right after that moment, but I still, I still don't know. Mm. I still don't know if I'm contributing that yeah. to to my poor fitness feelings. Um, but anywho, uh, so we were, you know, the, the group I was with was trying was running. Uh, I was trying yeah. to run, but I was not really doing a good job of it. <laughs> and uh, and I was trying to keep up with them, and uh, and finally yeah. we get to a spot, and they stop, and I'm like, thank God. Oh, okay <laughs> and he's like hey there's uh angel falls is that way um it's about yeah. a half a mile hike over there uh just some waterfalls are real pretty if you want to go there he's like y'all are all doing really good you seem fine i i you're you know we were we were we weren't leading the pack but we were we were kind of right yeah. in that same area. So he was like you're fine we got people behind sure. you so i think you do that come back out and we'll probably all meet up at the same time we're like Cool. So me, yeah. my buddy, and Megan, who by the way was mm-hmm. she was a D one swimmer uh in Florida. So okay. crazy Whoa. athletic, right? Um had like yeah. had never ran on a trail before. She did the Grand Canyon. Um Whoa. but ran and did the whole thing with us. I was just like, You are <laughs> an athlete. Just built different. Yeah. At, <laughs> just... yeah. I, how are you doing this? <laughs> but so at this, this point different level. Yeah, at this point, yeah. all three of us were like, yeah, I want to go there and check it out. So we like we peel off mm-hmm. and start going down this trail. And they were like, hey, there used mm-hmm. to be a bridge down here, but it's out. So you got to cross the you got to cross the creek. Um, and it wasn't like a yeah. crazy big creek. It was, you know, maybe three yeah. foot wide, four foot wide. Um, but it was deep. Sure. Like it was it was moving water. It's mm-hmm. the Grand Canyon. Nothing there's still. No, um, no. <laughs> and so we're like trying to find the way across to where we didn't have to mm-hmm. like take our shoes off and risk getting our shoes wet because we still had another, sure. you know, 11 miles to get out. Yeah. And you don't want to go 11 miles with wet shoes. You don't want blisters don't or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're like, we're hiking and we're kind of like, we're kind of in some sections that are like really off the beaten path, but there's okay. foot traffic you can see, but there's, you're definitely like, we're sure. in like some, it's high, high grasses, like, yeah. And and there's trees, you're kind of oh. in the brush. Like there's you know, there's a creek there, yeah. so there's stuff growing and but you see foot traffic. So you're kind mm-hmm. of walking along it. And I'm in the back. My buddy Josh is in the front, and Megan's in the middle, and we're kind of cruising mm-hmm. through. And and I'm like, hey, y'all, I was like, I don't want to freak y'all out, but keep an eye out for snakes. I was yeah. like, this is with the water, like this is the snake habitat right here. So just yeah. keep an eye out. I know I you know, I was very serious in that. And sure. And yeah. so we're we're moving and probably like 10 minutes later, we're still trying to freaking find out where to go. But wow. <laughs> but we're seeing people across. So we know it's capable, yeah, yeah. right? And we're like, yeah. we're kind of getting there. And all of a sudden, my buddy Josh bolts yeah. past me backwards. Whoa. Whoa. And I'm like, Whoa, you haven't hell? moved that fast this whole day. What are you doing? <laughs> And he's like, there's a, there's, a, there's a snake. There's a snake. And I'm like, Whoa. what? A snake? And he's like, yeah, it's a snake. And I'm like, well, how big's the snake? You know, I'm like asking, I'm like, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all inquiry now. Like, how big's the snake? What kind of snake are we talking yeah. about? Because I'm not yeah, yeah, turning yeah. around. 
We've just spent no. 15 minutes through the bush. <laughs> I think we're lucky we didn't get bit by a snake already. And I can see the yeah, finish yeah. line. Like I have eyes on it. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing, no, uh-uh, we're not going backwards. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so I'm, the, I'm trying to figure out how I get this group past the snake <laughs> at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, it's a snake up there. He's like, I'm not going up there anymore. And I was like, yeah, so I, and I'm like, oh, okay. How big's the snake? He's like, it's big enough for yeah. me to not go up there anymore. I was like, <laughs> He's like, well, okay. I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, where was it? I was like, I was like, can you come up here and show me the general area of where it is? And so he comes up yeah. and he's like, I mean, you can tell he's spooked. So I'm like, okay, he's there's freaked. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. this. This isn't just your garden variety green snake, right? There's something right. Going on. Yeah. And so he like points in the area, and I'm like. I'm like yeah. kind of just kind of like trying to see if Steve I can see. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and he's like, hey, do you want one of my my hiking sticks? You know, one of those hiking, real long hiking sticks. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's perfect because mm-hmm. you always see in the videos of the fucking snake yeah. people. They got one of those sticks, right? That keeps yeah, they the pick snakes it up from, Yeah, they keep the snakes from fucking getting them. So I'm like, cool. At least I got this little stick. Yeah. As long as I'm not an idiot, I should be okay. Um, but thankfully by this yeah. time I'd had about, a, like I said, we were 15 minutes into it. So it was 15 mm-hmm. minutes of me not running at that point, which made me feel really good. So you got, yeah, <laughs> I was not yeah. really good for that beer. It wasn't the beer though. It wasn't the beer. It was probably something else. Um, oh, okay. yeah. And, uh, so I, I, I go, I move up. And I have this stick and I've got, I mean, I've got it. Ex- yeah. I've full extension out with this stick, right? I'm, I'm head yeah. down. I'm like, yeah. and, and I kind of look and, and, <laughs> and I'm like, Hey, and there's like, I see a guy. I'm like, Hey, it's like, Hey, do you see a snake down here? And he's like a snake. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you see a snake down there. And he's like, no, and I'm like, all right. And Josh is like, there's a fucking snake up there, LJ. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, Josh, all right. I know there's a snake like, up there. I want to know if you can see up. a snake. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't challenging there's a snake up there, Josh. Yeah, I fully there's... believe you. And so <laughs> I go up and, yeah. and I'm like, and I I'm, and so I get up there and there's like there's like a the trail goes this way and it's like right mm-hmm. by the, the, the rock wall. And there's a trail that kind of go this way that kind of goes off yeah. a little bank and in the middle. There's like some, some, you know, not big trees, but kind of okay. brush. And I kind of look and I don't see anything. Sure. And I'm like, which one was it on Josh? And he's like, what do you mean? He's on the trail. And I was like, no, which trail? He's like, there's one trail. I'm like, no, there's two, there's two ways to yeah. go here. Which one was he on? Cause if he's on this, on one of them, we can go the other way easily with our sticks and probably sure. get around him without pro- maybe even he might even care, you the know, whatever. Room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I start kind of walking up and all of a sudden, I'm not going to lie to you, Steve, the ground started to move. This is how Whoa. good of camouflage the snake had was once Whoa. it started moving, I couldn't see it until it started moving. And when it started moving, wow. it looked like the ground was moving. And that's when I had wow. eyes on it. I never locked. I never yeah. lost it after that. But like sure. until I saw that, I was like, yeah. I couldn't see it. The yeah. same color, uh, rattlesnake, same patterns uh, oh. as the ground. Yeah. And so yeah. once I saw it, the guy up top, I said, "Hey, it's right here." He saw it. Yeah. And some other chicken owners like, "That's a rattlesnake." And so they're behind me going, "That's a what? <laughs> we're turning around." I was like, "We're not turning around." Everybody, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> It's like we have to go five foot. That's all we got to do, and we have yeah. these sticks. Yeah. I was like, the trail goes this way, and so yeah. I was like, 
I was like, I'm going. You guys to turn around. <laughs> so yeah. I just start doing it. I like I got my stick out. It's extended out. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not like, I'm probably I got enough room to be extended out, standing up, and two feet from the snake. Yeah. So I got enough room to like okay. I'm close enough to where I can act and hit the snake if I need to in a quick motion, but far enough yeah. away to where I'm not mm-hmm. trying to pose a, a threat, right? I'm not like right up in a shit sure. where I'm antagonizing him. Right, right. But yeah. in that safe zone where I'm like, hey. If I got to, I'll throw your ass fucking into that fucking wall. Watch yeah. out, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I just kind of like take my time. No quick movements. Uh-huh. Just slow, smooth, nope. steady. I get around mm-hmm. and I get up. And then Megan was next. And yeah. she was looking at me. And I said, you're going to look at me? Yeah. She goes, let's do it. And I said, all right, just follow my voice and you're going to be okay. And she, <laughs> and she followed my voice. And she walked right the yeah, same yeah. path I did, very slow with her stick right where it was, and walked right up. And Josh yep, did the yep. exact same thing. The snake did not get we could we didn't even need sticks. Nice. Snake didn't care about us. Didn't care of, of course it us. did. Yeah. He was like, I'm just trying to warm up, motherfuckers. He did not care. <laughs> Leave me alone. Did not care. But that was that was another not not as scary as the spiders. Whoa. I still say the spiders was uh, the most yeah. scariest <laughs> moment I've had I had in training. And the end of that, but the snake was a close second. It was, a I mean, snake. you still I mean, had it, a, a, a stick, like you have something a, with sticks and animals. I did, I, did. I do have a thing with sticks. There's yeah. a pattern developing here, uh, you know, tools, tools. Let's just say the tools. tools. That's right. That's right. We, 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 we use all of our tools at our disposal. Yes, but no, having having that that hiking stick really did make me feel much oh, more for comfortable. sure. Like that's yeah. a that's a really good tool to have out there when you're doing that, just in general. Yeah. Um, so luckily, and we got to that rock, we got on, and we were right mm-hmm. there. We need to cross in the river. So it was like it nice. was like that was the last kind of thing, but we still had that's to like, where, go through some yeah. areas and we were kind of looking at each other and they were like, Josh and Megan were kind of like, I don't think I'm gonna go. I think I'm good. I think we had some adventure, we're gonna get back on the trail, yeah. and we're just gonna <laughs> head on back. And I was like, No. I was like, what are our chances this of is... seeing two rattlesnakes? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. There's a, there might be some foreshadowing there. <laughs> and somehow that comment talked him into doing it. <laughs> wow. Like, oh, so okay. That, that's that's logical. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you yeah. really think about it, how, like, what are the odds? Of seeing two rattlesnakes. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in that guess area, right. pretty high, actually. But yeah. <laughs> when you're lodging, I don't know. I, I, it works. Yeah. Let's just say that. You know, not the best sales line I've had, but it, yeah. it did work. Um, And so we found a good crossing spot. We had to take our shoes off mm-hmm. uh, because we, didn't, okay. we still had to cross the water. Um, But yeah, yeah. like crossed it uh it was you know it was you had to use the sticks it was some technical crossing of water the water was up to my knees so it was moving wow Uh, and uh got across got changed shoes back on went hiked and then yeah we found this waterfall angels falls Mm -hmm. and you can literally like hike under it and like get like refreshed from the waterfall and so i hiked under spray yeah took off everything except my shorts and just yeah Literally under the waterfall, just getting beat down with ice cold water. And Whoa. I bet that was the rest of the, that was the most. I mean, you t- you know, I kind of told you I felt bad going into this whole that whole process and what we were going into. Yeah. And then that just cleansed me and like refreshed yeah, yeah. the body. 
everything felt yeah. great. I got done. I was like, y'all, that was the best thing I I could have done. This feels great. I was like, shit scared out of me. Heart race running. Cleaned off. Yeah. The, yeah. And this was like, let's finish this day. Rejuvenated. Um, yeah. And so then we we hike out. We realized this whole yeah. process has added um, about five miles. <laughs> Oh no. (laughs) Oh my God. So the day was originally supposed to be 22 miles. And at this point we had added five miles once we got back on the trail to head uh, back up the North Kaibab trail. That's what we did. We hit hit that. We hit the North Kaibab trail. That's the trail that goes to the, um, to the North rim. And so, yeah, yeah, so got back on there, um, realized that we were probably well behind everybody at this point because (laughs) what was supposed to be a half a mile hike over to the wall falls was Mm -hmm. a five mile hike in, in round. Wow. (laughs) Um, so we all had some good energy. So we actually ran for a little bit. We probably ran for maybe 30, 45 minutes, just kind of, it was some rollers Mm -hmm. uphill. Um, and we get to the next stop. And there's a bunch of stops along the way um, that there's water mm-hmm. probably. I mean, there's some that are long. There's some that are like six or seven mile stretches that you got to go without what, without a stop. But yeah, sure. normally there's, there's some pretty good distances that you're going to have a stop three, four miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get to the next stop. Sure enough, there was Rob, one of the other founders yeah. of the event sitting there going, yeah. just wonder when y'all were going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because he didn't know that we had gotten off right like he oh i see he was on the trail and so when he got there tom <clears throat> yeah. said hey they went to angels falls stay here until they get here right so there and you so, guys are kind of like leapfrogging and yeah okay. at that point it happened normally like that was we were the yeah. only people and the only time anybody got off trail that whole day yeah. so okay. just to kind of give you a and that whole weekend just give you a kind of yeah. idea of um what normally people are doing so he, he was a little yeah. surprised and he was like he thought we were like way on tom's like no they went to angus yeah. falls and they've been gone for a while so they'll they'll be back yeah. here at some point <laughs> yeah um so we rolled in i'm sure enough to his pleasure because he was probably sitting there going oh man Come i on. hope one yeah. of them didn't get hurt like you know <laughs> yeah um because they had a long weekend the weekend before right and he's like oh perfect mm-hmm. these people go off to angels falls which we yeah. get back and they're like yeah we saw a rattlesnake and he's like what <laughs> what it's <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing and then yeah so we got there and then that was when we started our hike up and oh, that's when we God. went okay. from about two thousand foot of elevation uh and at the top of that at the north rim is 8200 foot of elevation whoa and it's about nine wow. eight nine miles wow up. so when you hit rob's station how many yeah. how many hours have you been on the trail at this point? Like how many hours in? Probably f- six, five and a half, five five to okay. six hours at this point. Yeah, it took us four to five hours to climb out. Wow. Okay. So that gives yeah. me an idea of time times uh, timeline. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we were like, yeah, a little over halfway <laughs> probably in our time right our feet when we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. and then, yeah. And then the climb out was, um, was epic. I mean, it was a beautiful, beautiful climb out, but it was really hard. Mm-hmm. Like it was, yeah. I mean, you're, you're up, you're, you don't, you know, that's, and that's what I say, like the steps, like, that's why I say the steps were a feeble attempt, um, at training because <laughs> like, you just, yeah. you can't train for nine miles uphill. 
Um, unless no. you live in an area where there's a nine mile hill, that has and nine mile rarely, uphill. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna find that. Yeah. So you can't. It's, it was hard, and so it just got hard. Um, it got mm-hmm. very hard, and yeah. uh, and as it got harder, right? As you got up, it also got harder because you were getting less oxygen because you were going sure. higher in elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not only was it fatiguing from the day and everything else, it was just a constant drain. And so and it was. You know, I'll get to the full full circle on this one as we get to the end. But this mm-hmm. was on this day, I actually felt pretty good at this point. You know, we talk about how I didn't feel really good for a little okay. while there. Um, there's another point where I, I don't mm-hmm. feel good at all. But at this point, I feel good. Like I, I was feeling really healthy. I yeah. was feeling really fit. I felt strong at the pace we were going. I mm-hmm. felt like I could manage that very easily. Um, and nice. so I, yeah. I kind of was more of like a, um, hey, one foot in front of the other because I saw that. Josh sure. and Megan were starting to struggle as we were getting to higher elevations. Um, mm-hmm. And for some reason I was feeling pretty good. And so we just kept going and it, it just, it just became like a, we just like ended up motivating each other all the way up okay. side yeah. of just like, Hey, like one foot in front of the other. Um, and then one thing that I, I picked up on real quick with, with Megan and Josh that would cheer them up is when I would like tell them there's a flat spot coming or a downhill. Because <laughs> I was, I was at this point, I was pulling them kind of up, up with my pace. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, I can like go in yeah. the back and push or mm-hmm. pull." And they're like, "No, keep pulling because we're ready to get this over with." Like that was kind of their their model. Yeah. Like, "Hey, if we can just sure. keep going, then the faster we get out of here, the faster we're done with this." So let's just let's go. Mm-hmm. Which is a total athlete yep. like mentality. Like I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, so we're moving. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'm kind of pulling them up. We're talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, we got a flat spot coming or downhill. And you just see the elation as it happened. And I'm like, no <laughs> revel in it, revel in the yeah. flat spot. Enjoy it. Now yes. enjoy it. Really let it sit yeah. in. Don't, don't forget this moment. You know, and we yeah. have some fun with it. Um, <laughs> oh, and, then, and then keep on going. Um, and, and yeah, we just, it was, it was a hard hike and there's really no, yeah. no way to put it. You can talk about it for hours, but it was just hard. Mm-hmm. It was hard. Yeah. It was beautiful, but you were, you were climbing for a long time. Um, and, uh, and then you, you get close to the top and you start to hear these cowbells and you're like, Oh, what the heck are these cowbells? Yeah. <laughs> and that is all of the run to revive volunteers waiting oh, wow. for you at the top as soon as they see that yeah. shirt come around the corner they're cheering you in and you just see oh, us man. on video come around the corner and all of us just like gives you that energy posture is yeah. perfect you know it's just like it's a yeah. solid finish <laughs> um and that's how wow, they were finished that's amazing. um it was really yeah. hard we we're really cold we went in and sat down and had chili and mac and cheese uh, nice. but it was the best chili and mac and cheese immediately after we got done, like, <laughs> yeah. I want chili and mac and cheese <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we put it down um got yeah. it and, and the cool thing on the north the north rim is they don't it's not a hotel over there they have cabins and so these are all oh, like cool. old wooden cabins that mm-hmm. um that you slept in and so it was really cool that's where we stayed that night yeah they have a lodge went there had a great dinner um so i, I put down probably four thousand calories in about three hours <sighs> And was yeah. hungry at nine again and ate another thousand dollars probably. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. There was one point I was on the phone with Erica and like I was laying in bed, had my feet up, kind of bent, my knees bent. Mm-hmm. And like one yeah. of my legs started cramping. And like it took me like five yeah. minutes of like hobbling around the room to like get my leg <laughs> just to, to get to it loosen up <laughs> yeah. and be able to walk and wow. talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, 
but that was the only rule of wow. cramp I had. Otherwise, yeah. you know, I didn't feel terrible. Like, I mean, I, I didn't feel good. Don't get me wrong. Like, I knew yeah. I'd done, you push your body to an extreme. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, hey, you know, we're going to do mm-hmm. this again. And yeah. we kind of all told each other we we're going to do it again. And yeah, the next morning, woke up and felt horrible. Nothing yeah. felt right. <laughs> Everything was <laughs> fucking off. <laughs> I mean, all of it. Nothing felt right. <laughs> <laughs> just nothing just terrible was one percent steve oh um, wow so here's some vitals for you here's some vitals yeah. right resting yeah. heart rate is normally 50 55 beats per minute for me mm-hmm. that morning it was 88 beats per minute whoa that's your body trying to recover there's nothing that there's uh, nothing else about that that's just your body trying to recover yeah three degrees higher than normal Wow. Uh, heart rate variability normally runs in the 82 range, and that's basically yeah. your body's ability to, to manage strain and stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was down to about 15 from Whoa. 80s. Um, and there was one other metric that was just absolutely out of this world off. Um, I'll think of it later. But, yeah, those those are some of the, the, the things that your body was going through. My body was going through at that time after. I wonder what cleaning. your, like, O2 saturation was and. Like your blood pressure. Oh, I, oh yeah, that was like yeah. ninety three. My well, it should level, be. It was like yeah, your O two saturation yeah. should be like ninety nine, ninety eight resting. Yeah, it was ninety three. I remember that. Whoa. I remember that like scared me a little bit. That I might be. I don't. I might be exaggerating. I don't know, but it felt like it was. It was low enough to where I was like, I've never. I didn't know these numbers were supposed to be this low. <laughs> like I didn't know they could get that low. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was really bad. Um. It was all nothing. None of it was good. None of it was good. Everything yeah, just <laughs> was saying you should not do a lot of strenuous activity today. As yeah. I was putting on my clothes, <laughs> preparing for uh, another twenty-four miles across the Grand Canyon. Wow. Um. So I put my big boy pants on. Um. Mm-hmm. I covered. Put my nipple guards on. <laughs> the nice. thing, little inside trick, is you gotta oh. have nipple guards. They so you use nipple strips. guards, not not uh, the the nipple paste or the, no, the nipple yeah, butter. They're like or stickers. They're like yeah, they're yeah, like stickies. Yeah, you just, just put them like, over your yeah. nipple. They're just mm-hmm. the size of a nip. I don't mm-hmm. know. Some people got big nips. They're not the size of. A I got nip. big nips. I got. I, I gotta got get the big old. I need to get the extra. Yeah, they don't, large they don't ones. have biggins. They're really just there yeah. for the nipple for the little Man, nipple part. The pointy. The end of the ballpoint. Yes, the ballpoint pen portion of your of your nipple. Is what those are made for, but you, you got to yeah. have those. So you know, I yeah. strapped them on tight. Mm-hmm. I, I put my anti-chafe cream <laughs> in my Gucci, nice. yep, um, in my Gucci purse, and we uh, we got on the trail. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was cold; it was really cold, and we had to kind of mm-hmm. drive over there. And so we get out, and there's like 15 people. <clears throat> Everyone's taking a picture. I'm freezing yeah. my nuts off here because I'm like I'm yeah. not running, I'm not running with a jacket right now because no, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to use it the rest of the day after the first yeah. hour. So I'm like, the quicker I get running, the quicker I'm not cold anymore. Yeah. So we said we were gonna we were gonna hike down. Mm-hmm. And guess how long that lasted for me? I can't imagine too long. <laughs> it lasted about a hundred yards. Nice. Uh, okay. So you. So like I'm walking down and yeah. I look over at Megan and she's like, "My knees hurt too bad. I got to run." I was like. And she just starts running. And I was like, another guy, uh, uh, Rob, was like, "Yeah, I love a good run in the morning. He takes off running. And I'm yeah. like, I look at Josh. And he's hmm. like, 
don't even fucking think about it. I'm not running anywhere. <laughs> he was like, you go ahead if you want to. And I was like, all right, yeah. see ya. And That's I just all I needed. took yeah. off. <laughs> That's amazing. And so I ran, I ran down with Rob and Megan, and we were running for probably yeah. like 30 minutes. And I looked down at my watch, and my heart rate is like 185. Whoa. Um, which my heart rate max is like 198, right? So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in a very, very not good zone right now. This is not a zone yeah. I need to be in. I'm also no, you know, my body's where it was. Uh, and I'm also mm-hmm. at eight thousand foot of elevation. So yeah, there's a lot of things contributing to that. And so I'm mm-hmm. running with him, we're having fun, but I'm like, hey, I gotta protect my body. Y'all go on. Yeah. I gotta slow down and walk here a little bit. So yeah. I'm walking, my heart rate gets down to like 150. I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. Pick it back up again. Spikes yeah. to 180. I'm like, shit. Whoa. So I just start walking again. Yeah. Got it down. Took off running. Spikes to 180. I'm hmm. like, oh my God. Oh, what am I wow. gonna do? Um, and then I just said, fuck it. And I started running. <laughs> hey, whatever happens, happens. And I had the best run I have ever had in my entire life. Ever. Really? Wow. Um, you know, I was running down the Grand Canyon as the sun was rising over my shoulder. Nice. And so everything in my purview was oh. slowly adding color around every yeah. bend and canyon. Wow. There was no one around me at all. Yeah. I'm completely oh. by myself for over an hour at this point. Yeah. And you just slowly become one in that area and yeah you are nowhere else in the world except for right there and i can take myself back there right now and just float through Mm -hmm. it um i was floating at that point my heart rate was like 180 the whole way through 170 180 the whole way through like completely unhealthy and horrible and i did it for 14 miles wow all the way down and i reveled in every single step you found that flow state sucked it in and soaked yeah. it up and lived mm-hmm. it for three hours straight and just wow absolutely i mean it was you know as a runner for my entire life mm-hmm. and just you know sometime being a chore sometime running to stuff sometime running away from things yeah. just being a runner and just mm-hmm. running and enjoying yeah. and and really honing in like we talked about earlier on like why i'm there and the yeah. fact that I'm so lucky to have the fitness to be able to enjoy mm-hmm. this moment and mm-hmm. live this moment in this way. Oh man, it mm. was beautiful. It was absolutely wow. beautiful. And I ran, just ran. I didn't stop. Yeah. I just, <clears throat> I just did it. Just felt like fucking Forrest Gump wow. out there. Yeah. Just going, <laughs> just had an engine and it just yep. was running. Um, and yeah, it was, That's it was amazing. great. It was one of the best, it was the best run I've had in my life. It was, wow. um, got to Phantom Ranch and mm-hmm. we all started kind of, I caught up Megan and Rob were already there mm-hmm. and another guy. So there's this one guy from Seattle. Um, that's a yeah. trail runner in Seattle and mm-hmm. oh boy, Steve, he is an athlete. I like to think <laughs> I'm an athlete, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like this guy's a real athlete. Like he's yeah, actually yeah. athletic. Like Megan. Like Megan's a real athlete. Like yeah. Like, I'm just I'm just like dragging along, right? Um, yeah. And so uh, he he ran the first day in like seven hours or something, six hours, and it took us like ten. Whoa. And then yeah. 
the second day we did it in seven and he did it in like six. Like he's like, so he, he came up at the end behind me mm-hmm. and then like ran out and I hiked out the rest after that. I didn't run after I wow. finished that 14 yeah. miles. I was like, I'm not running up anything. I'm not running at all the rest of the day. I'm just going to walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, a little did I know how hard that would be for me. Um, oh. But got to Phantom Ranch. This time I really wasn't wanting a beer. Weird. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but, you know, <laughs> beer didn't sound great at yeah. this point. Nope. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I can't imagine. I had my best uh, meal, which I think this time I ate a couple. So baby food is actually like a really sneaky way to get good carbs there because it's normally has like Interesting. a has like oatmeal in it, and it's also just more yeah. only fruit and vegetables. Yeah, and so it's a great refuel. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of baby food out there. Um, nice, a lot of applesauce. Um, yep. a lot of bars. Uh, mm-hmm. Peanut butter crackers, big big fan of those. The Ritz ones got to go. It gives you a lot gotta, of energy with yeah. You got to you got to go to the top shelf on your peanut butter yeah. crackers, people. Just saying, yeah. You can't <laughs> don't go well on your on your peanut butter cracker. All right, don't no. go well on that. No. All right, you want to go top shelf. No. Um, <laughs> so uh, had that uh, banana. I always carried a couple bananas in the uh, at a at a fanny pack because you know fanny packs rock. Yeah, of course. And, uh, yeah, kept all my snacks, all my goodies. Um, <laughs> Well, the bananas are good. So there's a little bit of logic behind that, right? So applesauce has the sugars, the the quickly break down into your system. Peanut butter is the energy that sustains you a long time. Bananas have a ton of potassium, which help with cramping. And Mm so there's reasons behind you'll see a lot of runners or if like if you see a lot of I used to play soccer when I was a young kid and and we always just had oranges, right? So oranges, oh, yeah. orange juice would keep a give you sugars, but keep you from having Charlie horse cramps. And so, um, yeah, there's a lot of science in what uh, LJ just uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, said. Yeah, kind of rounded eating. off like they were my snacks, yeah. but yeah, there is a lot of thought behind yeah, you know what that gives you that you're burning and and losing and mm-hmm. need to continue on and push yep. forward. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, I refueled quite a bit cause I knew I had, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd ran a heart rate of one. Once, once I got, once we got down probably below 4,000 foot of elevation, my heart rate did mm-hmm. settle in a little bit. You know, I was getting down to the one sixties, one seventy area, which isn't ideal for me. I want to be doing that run at, 145 150 is where i ideally want sure. to be so i'm still not ideal mm-hmm. but i'm still high but i'm not like running 180 for that long would have been very unhealthy yeah um but i did get what's down, your resting felt, heart rate like 150 or 55 50 55 normally. okay so you're you're like within normal range okay yeah yeah i'm not i'm not like i said i'm not an athlete i'm not i'm not down yeah. there in that <laughs> 38 40 you know yeah no no and there were times in this training cycle where i was i was i would get down sub sub 50 but it was never like Mm -hmm. uh consistently getting super down there because once those were only times when i wasn't training hard like i would take a few days extra of rest i would Mm -hmm. see my heart rate get down but then i would kick right back into training and it would get back to an elevated yeah uh resting heart rate from that for that moment um sure but yeah, so get to Phantom Ranch, snack up, and uh, then start the hike out. And so yeah. actually, as as we're about to kind of, me and Megan are actually about to leave. And we were like, I was like, they were like, where'd Josh go? Where was Josh? And I was like, Josh didn't, <laughs> Josh didn't hike. And I said, Josh hiked. He didn't run. So he he might yeah. be like an hour or so behind me, if not more. So I'm yeah. probably just going to push on and and maybe he catches me. I don't know. But, you know, I'm just going to start moseying that way. And as yeah. we're walking out, here comes Josh running. 
He was wow. like, that was the best yeah. run of my life. And I'm like, dude, me too. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and so we were like, we got to finish together. And so yeah. we just kind of hung out while he refueled. You know, he went through that process. Sure. Yeah. For 30 minutes of kind of just getting everything mm-hmm. back collected, refueling. Yep. And then uh, Josh, Megan, and I finished out. You know, we started the hike out. And we hiked out on Bright Angels Trail which is the okay. trail that actually is it ends in the south village so there's a big village oh, that has okay. restaurants lodging yep. and this trail ends there so it's kind of ends in the where you go park and look at the grand canyon this is where everybody goes sure. to mm-hmm. park and look over the edge um yeah. so there's a lot a lot going on over there and so that's where we're ending and it's a little bit different of a climb out than day one day one was okay. a little bit shorter and very yeah. a very steep ascent this is a much Mm -hmm. longer uh probably three miles longer than uh, of an ascent Mm -hmm. so it's much flatter so you're not you're not so it's much more gradual yeah okay yep 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 so it's a different day right different climb out um and so because the second day is 24 miles 24 miles so you add two miles Mm -hmm. basically and that two miles is basically giving you less Ah, i see at the end i Mm -hmm. see okay um and so uh and so if you remember day one the the south kaibab trail down was nine Mm -hmm. miles so it was also two miles shorter coming down that way um so the kaibab trails are the ones that are a little bit more steeper so we start going up bright angels um and we're we're just hanging out it's it's not bad you know Mm -hmm. we're we're hiking um and then it and then it gets bad for me oh specifically for me oh no. so one thing that everybody did on this trip except lj and it was mm-hmm. advised that you do this was get hiking sticks if you recall mm. when we when we dealt with the snake <laughs> the i snake, borrowed yep. a yep. hiking stick from joshua yeah um so i didn't have hiking sticks so Mm. And when you're hiking out for 11 or nine miles uphill, having the ability mm. to split that load across your entire yeah. body by being able to use your arms and shoulders to help pull your legs and body yep. up Push and pull. makes yep. an enormous difference over 11 miles. An mm-hmm. absolutely enormous difference. And now when you tack on the fact that you did it the day before without them either, it really, yeah. really makes an impact. And so mm-hmm. we're probably six seven miles from the top um a quarter of the way up like Uh not even like we've just barely gone up like let's just not really talk about like it's not even (laughs) worth talking about um yeah yeah. i start cramping like whoa cramping like yeah hamstring cramping not like whoa my calf's cramp or something weird like i was like oh no guys they're like what i was like i just felt a really, really bad cramp coming in my hamstring. And Josh was like, remember that the first day Josh gave me this capsule of Mm -hmm. salt. It's called base salt, Mm B-A-S-E. And it's apparently this like secret sauce shit that triathletes and all these fucking athletes Mm -hmm. use to fight off cramps. Yeah. And it's got electrolytes, you know, fucking Himalayan salts, all these different fucking salts in it, electrolytes and stuff to help, you know, dissipate cramps. Mm -hmm. And so he was like, Hey, here, get that out. And basically like do a little quick shake, get salt on your finger, lick it, let it sit on your tongue Mm -hmm. and then swallow it after like 10 seconds with some water. Um, And he said, your cramps will go away. And I was like, okay. Hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> and like, you know, two minutes later, we're kind of snacking. He's like, hey, go walk up that hill. Tell me if your camp's there. And I go to walk up the hill and I was like, whoa, that's and crazy. And I had never, I've never had anything that like takes, a, I'm sitting there thinking like this day is about to turn into a fucking 16 hour day because yeah, I'm going to have to nurse <clears throat> a cramp up. you remember they're not going to get me out because i'm cramping they're they're going to sit there and stop cramping so i'm like well crap (laughs) this just became a real day this is gonna suck um so but though the the base salt the fucking magic salt works he goes all right man like you can't do it more than 20 minutes and you have to drink a lot of water because yeah. you don't want to overload on salt and get too high mm-hmm. on that side. So you got to drink a ton of water, which luckily yeah. was a lot of water stops. So that was no problem. But sure. so I basically went every 20 minutes is I'm not kidding you. The cramp would start to set back in and wow. I would just say, give me a second and I'd salt it and we'd mm-hmm. wait. We'd take a break, drink some water for like two or three minutes. And I'd be like, all right, I'm good. And we'd take off again. And wow. it became clockwork almost every yeah. 20 minutes. And it was my body. It was a clock. And mm-hmm. every 20 minutes, I'd have to add more. I'd have to do it again. And I had to do that for seven miles out. Oh, man. I'm fascinated by that. The science behind that. That's crazy. Uh, which I was hoping you were, you invited your buddy on. He wasn't able to make it, but I was hoping he may, um, yeah. may have had some, some explanation behind it. But yeah, I, I'm not sure the science. I just know it fucking worked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow that's and, crazy and, and i'll tell you that was um you know we're hiking up and we get to this spot um called indian mm-hmm. creek and it's this basically this oasis in the middle of a desert it's a lot of water yeah. there's a bunch of trees and i'm sitting there and and at this point i thought that we were like four miles out and mm-hmm. so i'm in my head i'm like okay like we're we're two hours hour and a half like i feel like i can go four miles easily and like I find yeah. out it's like six and a half to seven miles. Ooh. And like <laughs> okay. it kind of defeats me, Steve. I'm not gonna mm. lie to you. I was yeah. I was just like like it was one of those moments where like I really had to collect myself. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was really Ooh. having a tough time really swallowing yeah. that there was it, i just mm. doubled what i thought we, we had left um my math was way off, um which yeah. is not surprising at this point i'm 42 43 miles into the weekend so yeah we're we're, we're pretty gassed so delirium kind of comes in yeah 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 pretty mm. gassed um, that, that is a little defeating and deflating i've been cramping for like a, two hours now um pretty tired of salt yeah. at this point doesn't really yeah like it's just disgusting like nothing is great (laughs) all i want is ice all i want is ice cold water and food and like a real food no no longer like the fanny pack stash is no longer tasting good like no gummies no wafers no nothing yeah everything's just bad right now steve like (laughs) everything sucks yeah there's nothing there's really no really good moments in this last few hours in the green i'm not gonna lie to you it's it's pretty bad um yeah there's there's a lot yeah. of cramping um you know and and i was saying yep. the the energy that i gave those two going up the first day i'm i'm thankful that mm-hmm. there's such great people because they gave me that same energy <laughs> the wow. second day yeah. um yeah. and that's i mean that's what helped me persevere right it was yeah. a lot of hey one foot from the other one foot mm-hmm. from the other you know there's no way out only way out's forward can't don't yep. turn around that's all we got to do let's go yeah you know one more turn let's make that turn Yep. And you know they they carried me and and you know that's the yeah. that's the community of it right like they oh for sure they stopped whenever I would start to cramp and and it was never like a, uh, mm-hmm. 
it was always like, Hey, all right, let's hang out. And they, yeah, you know, grab yep. a snack and you know, they're, they're doing their stuff. So you don't feel like you're slowing anybody down yeah. either. Right. They're yeah. like, Nope, this is a good stop. Mm-hmm. I need to take a sack. I need to drink some water. No big deal. Um, and yeah, yep. just really like comforted me this through camaraderie that. Knowing, has been built. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they knew I wasn't stopping. Right. I wasn't complaining. Sure. There was no like, yeah. Oh, it hurts. It was just like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm cramping again. Hold up. I just, yep. all right, I'm good. Let's go. And yeah, you yep. just, you just move. Right. And you just do it. And mm-hmm. and we did it and we kept going and there's about a half a mile from the top. You go through this tunnel once again yeah. and we go through it and there's, we're on video and you yeah. see all of us and they start ringing those damn bells. Uh. <laughs> And you see all of us yeah. just once again just yeah, come just, up with this great yeah. vigor and excitement. Oh my and god! I, I thought about it the other day, and like it brought tears yeah. in my eyes. Sure, uh, at a random moment because I was just like, because yeah. like that at that point I was enduring the the hardest mm-hmm. physical challenge I had done. Like that's yeah to this date, like getting out of the Grand Canyon at that point after what I did mm-hmm. going down, totally worth it. Don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. I had the best run of my life, and I had the toughest hike of my life in the exact same yeah way. um and wow. i think that's probably about as balanced as you could be right like you've you've i was gonna say that that like point. remind me of the <laughs> yin and yang you know it's it's um it's this, this you know, equilibrium that gets balanced it wow. giveth and it taketh away right uh and so yeah. it was it was a beautiful day <laughs> from both sides um but yeah we wow. got out um my wife was there it was freaking great to mm, give her a huge special. hug um josh's family yeah. was there and of course i've i've known josh 15 years so i know his mom mm-hmm. you know, it was we go camping with his yeah. daughter right we've all been friends for a long time so sure. it was good to yeah. see him and his family um mm-hmm. and, and yeah we got out of it and it was about seven hours seven and a half hours out the second day okay. um it's a little bit shorter than the first day we also didn't have sure. our excursion to angel yeah. falls we decided to bypass that on our yeah, way that's back probably through. a good idea yeah um, i don't even know if i saw it when i was running i think i just was like so in the just zone like i, mean, I missed it completely bliss. i didn't even yeah. realize it yeah mm. um but yeah and and yeah got out um it was it was tough um but yeah. totally worth it um i i don't think i would do it again by myself <laughs> yeah i think i said if one of my children wanted to do it um that way yeah. i would train and do it with them that way because sure. i think that would be a really cool experience to have with my children um oh, for sure but uh but yeah it it's done mm. though um and i had uh talk a little bit about i had a little bit of um goal fatigue or okay. um, a goal hangover i've never heard yeah. of that but like Mm-mm. you know i had spent a year with this being my mission um, yeah, kind of getting back to a little of the mental stuff and emotional mm-hmm. stuff, but this being my mission and, and I didn't really expect it, but when I didn't have that mission in front of me, like yeah. I kind of felt empty. Like I felt like sure. I didn't have a purpose for a yeah. little while. Um, oh, and it, wow. was, it was unique kind of finding, Hey, what is <laughs> like, if you're not training for this goal, what are you training? What do you do? Yeah. <laughs> is it yeah. for a reason? Or, you know, and and so it's the last month really for me has, has been finding that balance again without a big goal. Um, so, uh, that's, uh, and well, I've also done some, some shit and signed up for some stuff. So I do have goals, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but they're not physical goals and right. They're not going to be as grueling. 
Yeah. No, no, we'll share them on another episode. But Ooh, let's just I'm say excited that to talk about that. I'll be but... going on another continent <gasps> and doing some overlanding in a vehicle that I've never overlanded on. Okay. Before. International LJ. I, I, I like this. What? I like this mode. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know uh that'll that'll be another i think well, actually we'll have a whole episode to talk about that because that's going to be a yeah, grand adventure. that's going to be amazing um, that uh that'll be a lot of fun to capture Ooh, maybe that's what share. we called that episode lj's grand adventure i like it i like it it's going to be grand that's for sure yes um, yep it's a, it's a big <laughs> one uh but yeah so the grand canyon wow. it was done um erica and i we ate i literally they had this buffet and i went in there and i had three mm-hmm. plates of food steve and i ate it all <laughs> wow every bit of it i sat there mm-hmm. had a beer i had chocolate milk yeah i had a water i had apple juice wow and i had yeah. three plates and erica looked at me all like i was insane and <laughs> i ate it all yeah I ate it all wow um went and showered and then yeah. erica drove me to phoenix and we went to mexico for a few days nice uh that was fun what an adventure uh, man yeah chilled out and yeah Yeah. man the grand canyon it's uh is the one of the best and worst days of training and running i've had um wow but it was an experience that i mean i'll still recommend everybody do it once if you can um even if because you can also like hike down to um phantom ranch and hike out (laughs) in the same day and you're at i mean you're still it's still an 18 mile day yeah, but you're not like 54 miles across and back in a week. Sure, right? like yeah, that's a different day. And yeah. if you're not doing anything the next day, it's not a big deal because you just you kind can, of rest yeah, around. Mm-hmm. No big deal. But like that's a good day. Like if you wanted to go out and do something and just see it, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> hiking down into the Grand Canyon is, I mean, that's the way you want to see it. Like, oh, for like, sure, it's cool to see it on the edge. Um, I, the yep. first time I'd seen the grand Canyon was when I did this. So I didn't have like, a. Mm. I just saw one view of it. And then, and this was the first time, the first time I saw the grand Canyon was showing up to wow. go run it twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is also a little off my rockers too, that I just like, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> go do this. I'll go um, run it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Sure. Um, Uh-oh. and, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, that's just a, such a great way to do mm. it. Um, you can get and oh, you can, you can sure. ride the mules down, but I think I trust my legs because there's some spots that you go down in that canyon on those switchbacks yeah. and stuff. That, <laughs> yep, yep. On a mule, <sighs> I would yeah, be I... scared shitless, bro. Scared. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like riding horseback when they're when they're going up and down mountains and stuff. I, 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 I'm like you, man. I don't. I'm sure that they they're way more agile than we are, but it's one of those things where I'd rather be driving than flying because I know I can control the vehicle. <laughs> yeah, than yeah. than you know the airplane. So yeah, now we've been out. Yeah. You know, we go horseback riding with the family and stuff. So I'm I'm used sure. to being out and riding horses, but and mm-hmm. no, I just I just don't know if I could do it. Like there's some yeah. drops, and I mean mules have fallen off. Like it's not. Yeah. That's not an uncommon occurrence. Yeah. Like, I'll hike it. I'll hike it before I, I jump on a, a Definitely donkey. hike it. I'm not yeah. ever jumping on a donkey. So you just, <laughs> it ain't ever happening for LJ. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll go ride horses out in Tennessee Hills all day. You just yeah. tell me where, bud. I'll jump on that yeah. thing and we'll go. But I'm yeah. going to the Grand Canyon with the mule. Mm. That sounds terrible. You, you, Jeff, and I, and, uh, you know, family, we, we ought to go to the desert and do some horseback camping. That is that an experience, cool. too. Yep. So We've done that in El Paso a bit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We had a, we had a uh, friend that had a couple horses at, a, at her stable, and we would go Friday evening and camp, go find some spot on the mountain, literally primitive. Like, if we wouldn't we don't really know where you're at. Just watch the sunset, wake up, see the sunrise, and get back off the, the mountain with the horses, man. It was incredible. That's a good day. Yeah. That's a good day. <laughs> so, What were you going to say, though? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it's probably pretty important. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Probably um, was, yeah. But man, thanks for listening to me ramble on about the Grand Canyon. No, it man, was, uh, it was fun to relive it for the night and, and share oh, it with, man. uh, with our listeners, share the adventure. Definitely. And that's what, that's what we're about, you know, is, is it doesn't like, I, like we mentioned in the beginning, it doesn't matter what the vehicle is for the adventure. It's just having, the adventure feeds our soul. And I think that's, that's the the key component to, to why we like to push ourselves and why we like to get outside our comfort zones. Because if, if we didn't like to explore that side of us ourselves, right. Then we would just live in our house with the AC and heat all year round, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but pushing ourselves into those uncomfortable spaces really tells you a lot about who you are as a person and, and who you surround yourself with. And so um, adventure in my eyes, any form of adventure, whether it be two feet, four wheels, two wheels, it doesn't matter. If it's, a, if it's adventure, we should seek it. 